Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Funkaholics podcast. We are in the second half of the fight, and we're talking season four of Cobra Kai streaming on Netflix. And the Funkaholics podcast is ready to kick some ass. The senseis learn new rules for the all day, all valley, excuse me, all day, all day, all valley <laughs> tournament. So Miguel and Johnny are on the hunt for some new recruits. Is their pitch successful? Sam keeps being Sam. Anthony, well, he's a lapuso. Tori's growing up. We have a ballroom blitz and the all valley tournament results. So much more in today's episode. This is the Funkaholics podcast, and it starts right now. You are now listening to the Funkaholics Podcast. Yeah, buddy, fear does not exist in this dojo. That's right, that's right. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, We are back for another round of Cobra Kai. We're talking the second half of the season, and I've got my Cobra Kais back over here. I've got Angela and Jake. That's right. Hello, Funkaholics. Hello, hello. <laughs> What's going on, guys? Oh, uh, man, you know, you know Yeah, so <clears throat> I don't know why it seems like this whole season took forever to come back. Why did it seem like forever? Maybe because I'm too busy binge watching. <laughs> that, that could be it. That could be it. I don't spread it out enough. But, <laughs> oh, my gosh, it just seems like. It takes forever to get here, and when it finally gets here, it goes by so quickly. Oh, yeah. Very fast. Yeah, what? Let me ask you this. Would you guys prefer if they did like uh, like like the way the Star Wars does, like, you know, Mandalorian? Where they release? Week or- oh, my gosh. That's I, so brutal. It's, it's a, like, like she said, you know, that's a, that's a hard one because, you know, you get that instant gratification. You can just bam, bam, knock them out episode after episode. Then you get that empty feeling. Right. You either get that at the air, at the very end, knowing the whole story, or you wait week to week. So yeah. It's sort of like comic books I, too, right? You got to go month to month waiting for the next issue. So you know, you go. pick your poison. It's a double edged sword. Either way, either way. <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm going through the same suffrage with Bubba Fett right now. <laughs> oh, I know. Yeah. I, I, what's weird because I, I haven't even reached out to you. We're off topic, right? But. Yeah, I just watched the second episode. I'm like, damn, I need more of this. Yeah, so oh good. yeah, so good. I'm the exact same way. I'm I'm right in there with you guys. <laughs> oh man, well. So the answer to your question, no, <laughs> no. <laughs> we'll we'll just keep wing it. we'll keep it the way that it is. <laughs> right on. <laughs> All right. Well, we got a lot to talk about today. We're gonna, we're going to be talking about episodes six through ten, um, and then uh, we're gonna. We're going to talk about season five because uh, they leave us with a cliffhanger as usual, but they also uh-huh. tell us right at the end, guess what? There's another season coming. So like we didn't know that. Yeah. <laughs> right. But um, before we get into it, I want to cheers to you guys in cheers. true Funkaholics form. True form. Ooh, that's good. Mm-hmm. What are you drinking, Angela? As she takes a big old gulp. I was waiting to say salute. And then you guys went without me. Decided to go with Cran um, and Taramana today. Nice. Yes. Um, 
It's refreshing. <laughs> I needed it. It felt like a Monday. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, I'm uh I am doing you I am doing Terramana also, but I mixed it with a Red Bull and ocean water from Sonic. There you go. Jay right. hooked me up ocean today. Ocean water. Yeah. Look at that. Sonic right. hook the drink spot. Me, I'm just doing just regular uh, regular cherry limeade. I still got to go home and do homework. So. Yeah, Jake's a schoolboy today. So I got so. a schoolboy. Nice. Priorities. Priorities. Got to behave himself. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, so much to talk about today. So let's dig right in. Yes, um, we got episode. They kicked it up a notch with seasons uh, with episode six through ten. My gosh, they did. They it, they turned up the heat a little bit. Got a little bit better, but you know, still we'll uh, we'll we'll run down it. So some of the highlights that I pulled from episode six was well the the episode was labeled. Kicks get chicks, and we know we're talking about that. So, little Johnny <laughs> goes for a ride. What does he find? New rules for the All Valley are coming. Is George Kyler's dad? <laughs> 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 uh, you guys are laughing because I know you thought that as well. I did. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. My, bu- my, my boy, Miguelito, he's trying. Silver wants to franchise Cobra, uh, Cobra Kai. Again. Is Crease on board? Tori's auntie leads her to... To what? Taking help. Yeah, right. Asking for help. Asking for help. Yeah. And Daniel looks for Robbie. Um, Johnny's purving on the track team and oiling up Miguel. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> uh, Dimitri reminds Eli that he's a binary brother for life. That's right. Yep. <laughs> so the first topic, guys, what did you guys think about little Johnny going on his bike ride and uh, and and dis- and going out there and discovering the world in Cal in uh in small uh, what is it small valley California? Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I I don't I don't know. It was. It it was it was interesting. It was interesting for me. I, I, I wasn't expecting it to start that way. I don't know why. I just didn't. I I mean, I, I love these little, like, you know, these little things where they, like, you know, go back in time. and they Go give back us, in time. Yeah, they yeah. give us this little, these little things, but. The little flashbacks. I, the way that they make the Crease and Johnny relationship, they almost make it like Crease found Johnny and not the other way around. So Johnny found Cobra Kai. Yeah, I, I, yeah, I, I agree with that. Like the way they're framing it up, it just seems like that's what it was. Like Johnny was the lost, you know, was looking for that, whatever it was. Right. The father, and, figure. Yeah, the father figure. Yeah. Because, like, I, I know, just, it was just, yeah, weird. that was it. And the reason why I'm, why I keep saying it was interesting was because, Mind you, Johnny was considered the the popular kid, the rich boy. Right. At least that's how I saw him. He had his friends, you know. So I don't know. I just thought it was interesting how they started how they started the storyline. Yeah, they made it. It I, I, it kind of caught me off guard the way that it came, and like I said, I was just kind of little. I was a little disappointed with the way that it. Like him finding it that way, you know what I mean? But 
I mean, like we said, you know, he was looking for that father figure in his life. He was, I mean, his mom was pretty much just going out with rich dudes to get yeah, money. Just, just trying to find a secure the bag, you know what I mean? Yeah. And, and, you know, because it looked like it, you know, Johnny didn't really have much, right? And, you know, his mom married for money, obviously looking for that. So, you know, um, it's just, it's just, it's weird that I think maybe why we struggle with this is because, you know, we've all seen the original movies and we have that. You know, that's the original. That's our portrayal. That's like that's the last the, memory that we have of the, him. Right. That's the memory. <laughs> that's the prequel of, of everything we saw. Do you we think, didn't see that beforehand. Do Do you all think that they were trying to relate Johnny to Daniel in that sense? I, like trying to find because I think Mr. Miyagi was kind of like a father figure to Daniel. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I exactly what you're saying. Right. I think that to me, a lot of this stuff was showing that. Daniel and Johnny have more in common than than they really want to admit or even know about. They, they right. never really took the time to sit down and break it down with each other, but they really came up. They started out life the same way, right? Yeah, uh-huh. and it's weird. They started re- sort of reverse roles. They you know they sort of had the father issues and, and you know without fathers and stuff like that, and they both found these martial arts teachers to fill that role. And then later on in life, you know, Johnny sort of goes for a turn for the worst and becomes, you know, he, he's not rich anymore. He's, you know, down and out. And then Daniel becomes successful with his car business. So it's kind of like a reversal of roles. They may have started some, you know, started the same way. Then they, you know, in their mid-years, they went. They kind Johnny of, just started a lot faster than right, Daniel and did. Then, then Johnny yeah, right. And then Daniel went up. So it's kind of one of those things. Yeah. And, and Daniel doesn't know that. Um, Johnny grew up with a single mom. Exactly. Right. Because Daniel would, Daniel would definitely understand that. Yep. Uh, it's funny how, like Jake was saying, like they're so much alike, but yet they don't share that shit with each other. Nope. Because <laughs> they're so focused on trying to fucking destroy Cobra Kai that, oh, and I mean, they're, they're stubborn too. You know what I mean? Like all this shit that they're holding on to. Mm-hmm. It just, you know, you sit there and you're just like, fuck, when is it going to happen, man? Like when are they finally going to break that moment? Yeah, and it's like they neither of them want to show or tell each other what they've gone through because they feel like it's a weakness against each other. Exactly, exactly. They don't want to show that vulnerability. It, at all, at all. At all, at all, yes. You got, you got, and you see, you, you see it through the whole rest of the season. Yep, you got two alphas in the house and <laughs> it's just not working. It doesn't work. <laughs> yes. Uh, what did you guys think about the new rules for the All-Valley I thought it was. I thought it was really cool that they added some of those tricks and you know the uh, a lot of the weapons. I thought that was neat that they did that. I didn't like it. I didn't like it either. <laughs> no, no really? I, just, I just think like again, they're just trying to. They're being PC again, to, exactly right. They're they're trying to make it modern for today's you know today's society and it's you know socially accepted norms and all this other kind of stuff. Which I'm not saying as or bad that I'm or I'm against, but. Don't try to force something because then it comes off disingenuous and it's it's more of an insult than than being genuine. It's just yep. it's, it seems fake. And um, you know, be real with me. Don't don't try to you know, don't try to force feed me nonsense. Yeah, that's the way I see it. They started off feeding hmm. that, feeding us all that. I mean, in seasons one, two, and three, then they uh-huh. come in with four, and then all of a sudden they're like, oh, well, we got to stick with the times and. You know, women and uh, right, Mercy. Exactly. Right. You you had the you had the exact same answer that I did when I was watching. Um, 
But, um, I mean, you could just see, though, like, there was a lot of, at first, you know, they thought it was going to start off legit, and then it turned into, like, a big old argument. They're all fighting amongst each other, and then, you know, like I said, I I saw George, and right away, he reminded me of Kyler. <laughs> so, <laughs> I mean, I couldn't put, I couldn't piece the two together, but I know looking at that dude and seeing him, I was just like, God, these guys are, this has got to be his dad. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they got to be related. <laughs> If Kyler's not if if Kyler doesn't know who his dad is, we found him. <laughs> Facts. <laughs> uh, so so you guys were okay with all that, the changes coming and stuff like that. Well, except for me and Jake. <laughs> you know, honestly, I I didn't mind it. I I really didn't. I I even like the fact that they didn't make it only girls could spar with girls. You know, they, um, they would mix it up with girls and guys, which that I really liked as well. Right. Right on. Well, they finally came to, you know, they finally came to an agreement we got everything put out there. And so the letters went out and the senseis know. So we got um, so I put down Miguel's trying. So one of the things that I wanted to kind of just get out in this episode was for the fact that Miguel's. I I think you know where because we're gonna get to episode nine and that's where we see a huge change in Miguel. But I think episode six is where it's really starting to show us that Miguel's eyes are wide open now. He's looking around. He's being very observant and. He's doing everything that he can to piece together something that's broken. Mm-hmm. And he's willing to do, you know, like he's carrying the, you know, he, he's got, he's in a relationship with Sam. He's doing all that. But then also he's trying to establish a relationship with Sam's father, Daniel. But he's also trying to keep the relationship with Johnny. And Miguel sees like how powerful Daniel and Johnny are together. But for the fact that they won't, you know what I mean? Because of the stubbornness. Like I said, we got two alphas there. You know what I mean? You see, you see the struggle in this episode of what Miguel's going through. You know what I mean? As he is, you know, with Johnny trying to get things set up and, you know, and then it doesn't help. (laughs) Johnny's so fucking backwards. And, um, you know, when they go out there and, and, you know, try to recruit and do things like that. So, <laughs> but did you, did you guys notice the same thing? Like with what, what was going on with Miguel? Yeah. I mean, you can definitely see that internal struggle that he has. All right. He's just trying to walk the fine line and try to um, be part of two worlds that just really aren't meshing. Right. So he's, you got the Eagle Fang and you got Cobra. I mean, uh, Miyagi-Do, right. And, you know, you're it's like you say, you know, Miguel does really see the value of what, Daniel can offer as far as teaching goes and how it can balance out. And it's a credit to, you know, it can only help him be a, a better uh, martial artist. And again, you know, then the relationship with him and Sam, that's her dad. And right. To try to be, you know, keep the peace there and to build a relationship with, you know, with him. So it's definitely, um, you can see that struggle that he's having and it's hard because he wants to stay, you know, you can see he feels that he's, we he want to stay loyal to Johnny. Right. And, um, you know, it's just hard for him to, to balance that. Right. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I agree. Him, him trying to stay loyal to Johnny, but still keep Sam happy is such a huge juggle because it's not really just keeping Sam happy, but being able to be in a good position with Daniel, because 
he feels that a lot of his history with Johnny has really set a tone with Daniel. And he feels like he has to repair that. Like he always has to show Daniel that he, he is, he has the best intentions for him and his, and Daniel's daughter. Right. So that alone is, could be very bearing. And then of course, including everything else that's going on, which is prepping for all Valley and, that alone is stressful because he's the the one that everybody's relying on so yep. to win. So a lot of yeah, stress going on there for a seventeen year old. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's uh, why he has no time to do his hair. Exactly. That's probably why. I, I want to I mean, touch on that. I'm glad she mentioned <laughs> it because we we were hating on him. Uh, go off topic slightly. So I sent you a link because there's a Cobra Kai. Uh, they do live streams. It's Johnny and and you know three or four Miguel's on there and Hawks on there and and Tori's on there. The actress who plays Tori. And man, I don't know what they did with Miguel. I don't know what he did when he you know I won't wherever he went. Uh, you know he's he looks normal. He's got his hair's back. He's thin again. Nice <laughs> facial hair. I don't know, man. Normal again. Not he looks normal again. He don't look. He don't. You know he lost some weight or something. I don't know what he did. He's on his own Miguelito. out there in Mexico, bro. Yeah, so. <laughs> Oh man, so I just want to add that in. Sorry to get off topic. Nice. Well, I'm I'm, I'm glad that we're gonna have him. Uh, <laughs> season five. Back, back to normal in season, season five. five. Um, so what did what were you guys' thoughts when uh, Silver's got this uh, crazy idea about franchising Cobra Kai, turning it into a Subway or a McDonald's? We already knew that, though. Yeah, same. Yeah. We already knew that, and so I I'm kind of thinking Crease had you know. Dementia or something, because that was the original deal. That was the original with him idea, and Terry. Right? Yeah, to franchise, to get all these Cobra Kai's everywhere. And I mean, I, I, we all know that in the movie, um, him opening up the Cobra Kai that we know was just step one. Yeah. So yeah, we knew that, and and Chris should have known better. He should have known better. I think he bit off a little more that we can that he could chew, but we'll talk about that more later. Yeah, right. I, don't, I don't think Crease is interested in that anymore at this point. Maybe that was again in the movie, right? Yeah, you know, back in you know, that storyline. I don't think that's no longer Crease's ambition. He just wants to do his dojo thing, and and that's it. He right? Doesn't, he doesn't. But he doesn't, he doesn't but want does he? But does he want to do his dojo thing, or does he just want to beat the Miyagi Do? An Eagle fan. Both, I think. He wants to do both. You know, like opinion. like what's what is the end goal? What's the what's the goal at the end if it's not to franchise and 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 you know make more dojos? What what that's my question. I, you I, know. Yeah, I mean that's a I mean the exactly right. I see what you're saying. And I think that Crease lost everything and lost himself after you know, again, if we refer back to the movies prior to the, the series, he lost everything. Right. Everything that he defined himself as, right? You could look at the, you know, the all the, like you say, the back in time little snippets that they've been giving us throughout the seasons. You know, his time in Vietnam, you know, him and Terry doing X, Y, and Z. And now at this point, I think Kreese is just trying to regain that in himself, right? He wants, he wants Johnny, obviously, uh, and he wants, you know, 
Cobra Kai Dojo. I don't think he's interested in making money. It's just finding his identity again is what I think I it's think, about. I, mm-hmm. think, I think the perfect world for Kreese is him and Johnny prosper, prospering with Cobra Kai and living happily ever after. I agree. Um, Silver. And making Daniel and, and, and Miyagi Do disappear. Right? <laughs> yep. Oh, excuse me. Bless you. Um, Bless thank you. you. Silver, on the other hand, though, I think Silver's soul. I, th- I think my hidden agenda for Silver is he's tired of carrying, um, Greece's stories about saving his life and shit like that from the wars. Um, I think Silver wants to see Miyagi Do go away and everything, and I think his way of that is you know basically just having Cobra Cobra Kai on the map everywhere, to where it's. So overwhelming that Daniel just can't even do anything. So Daniel just goes away. Yeah. You know what I mean? I agree. I agree. I I think he does have big future plans for Cobra Kai. And I just don't think that he sees um, him and Kreese doing a partner, partnering up together like they did in the movie. Because you're right. He's tired of Kreese holding that over his head. Yep. Because every time because it, con- a- it controls him. Yeah, every time they have an argument or a disagreement, Chris is the first one to change to that. Like, don't forget about the war and me saving your life. And it's like, bro, right? <laughs> that's like you, know, yeah, you would get tired of hearing that yeah, shit. Absolutely. Yeah. Right on. What did you guys think of Tori's auntie and her uh, her kind of putting uh, kind of uh, basically putting like or I I guess like the threat. That Tori could lose her family. Yeah. I yeah, mean, her brother. Yeah, she's just uh-huh. using that leverage, right? That's and she's a scumbag, I think. Some yeah, people she mostly is. people, especially you're from Albuquerque, <laughs> you got family members like that. So not to, <laughs> put, it out, not to put it out there, but they only come around when, right? when the money's around or whatever. And I was just shooting a shout outs, you know what I mean? So I think some of us can I can relate definitely. All you slime ball family members out there, right. you know who we're talking you know, about. If you, if you can hear this, you probably you know who you, you are. know who you are. But anyhow. And if you don't know, it's probably you. That's yeah. right. If you're running, that can't be me. That's you. You're the one I'm talking about. <laughs> that's awesome. So uh, I feel bad. I got a soft spot for Tori, to be honest. Um, you know, um, she just can't catch a break, right? She's got beef with right. everybody, basically. She's trying to work and in you know she's not in school because she got kicked out because all this stuff she's trying to support her mom's sick and she's trying to take care of her brother and be the breadwinner and this scumbag just comes out the woodworks and be like hey man your mom's check come and it's just like damn right you know it's bullshit I, I I have a there's a little place in my heart for for Tori um I got my own beef with her and we'll talk about that later but um <laughs> she's she can't live her teenage years because she has to be an adult right now. Yep. And that really sucks. Like you said, she's working, she's raising a family. She's doing this Cobra Kai thing. I think Cobra Kai is her escape right now. You know what I mean? Karate is her escape, but for all the shit that she's got going on and everything else that she's carrying around, she doesn't have the chance to like live like Robbie's kind of like in the same boat as she is. Miguel's kind of similar too, but I mean, as, as far as like Sam and all them go, they're all living their life because they got money and they don't have that type of stress that they have to carry around. You know what I mean? So, yeah. right. <clears throat> I, I agree with you. I think that's kind of like 
Why well, I I mean I have a soft spot for her too because I can I can totally relate yeah. to what she's doing right. Um, right. So I don't know. I just uh, she's a hard worker, man. She's a hard worker, she's a and she's tough. She hustles. She's yeah. tough. She's tough. And she's tough. Yeah. And and probably the best part in in that scene was seeing the the homeless lady in the background. Oh yeah, <laughs> Johnny's arch nemesis. Yeah. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> yeah. She. Um. I I thought for a minute there they kind of knew each other or something. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I thought she was gonna say what's up to her or something. Hey girl, this is my corner. <laughs> hey girl. <Stupid. laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, I, I you know, but it, it again it gives you that perspective of how much Tori has come um to be where she's at because of her having to deal with one the aunt that way and you're right having to have to bear the responsibility of her brother and um her mother's sickness but but when when you talk about her, you know, not being able to go to school, I mean, she doesn't have shitty jobs. I mean, she has good jobs. I mean, she's a waitress and at good restaurants too. Right. Um, you know, a lot of the jobs that she's had, they're 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 pretty good jobs. So she's able to to carry herself well enough to get it to be able to have these jobs that can pay. And we all saw her apartment where she lives in. Um, I think she kind of she she might even live around the corner from Johnny and Miguel. Yeah, no kidding. <laughs> it looks like the same apartment complex. <laughs> but but yeah, I mean it's it's got it's got to be tough on her. It's got and and you're right. She doesn't have a chance to be a teenager. At least Miguel gets to be a teenager and go out and have fun, and he doesn't have to work. That's true. Um, right. And neither does Robbie. Robbie just, I mean, yeah, he doesn't have a place to stay, but he kind of does. Yeah. yeah, he can stay at the Cobra Kai Dojo. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we, um, so what did you guys think about Johnny improving the, the track team and, uh, and oiling up Miguel? <laughs> He's just so out of touch, man. He just doesn't see, like, how creepy he comes oh, off sometimes. Right? Like. I know he's not a creeper, but damn, like, if you didn't know that, you'd be like, this guy is, a, you'd lock him up. Oh, so, like, call the cops. And, and Miguel is, like, the perfect wingman for him. Like, they go great together because Miguel knows how to cover up for him. Because, like, all the shit that he was saying, he's like, oh, he's got jokes, too. Like, <laughs> you know what I mean? But that's the, that's the beautiful thing about those two relationship in there. Because, yes. I mean, Johnny's literally telling Miguel to fucking... To put oil all over him, and then he'll point to him, like, when he fucking finds a girl to join the team. And, like, Miguel's like, this is the stupidest idea ever, but I love you. <laughs> you know it. what I mean? Yeah, I'll do it anyway. in the 80s, that's your day. You oiled up, man. Oiled up. Oh, my God. Uh, some of the shit yes. that he was saying. So, what did you guys think about when fucking Johnny talked to the one gymnast, uh, Moon's old girlfriend? Yes. And fucking, like, said all that shit. Like Miguel was blown away. I, Johnny had no fucking idea what he was saying, but nah, he, man, it, he pulled up a, a, a Wikipedia yeah. article or something. But it sounded yeah, good. he whatever, did good. Whatever he said sounded good. Yeah. Oh man, that that I I love that scene. That's why I had to to pick that out. All the all the shit. So, what did you guys think about Dimitri reminding Eli that he's a binary brother for life? Yeah, zeros and ones, man. That's, zeros that's, and ones. That's his bro. I mean, that's that just shows that 
you know that's his broham. That's his broham. Regardless of what happened, you know, when he's trying to help him get get back and remind him that hey man, this persona that you adapted, this hawk persona, that's not you know all you were, right? That didn't define right. you as a person. Remember and, your history. Remember who you were, and I think you know having a friend like that really helped him to come back, right? Obviously, we see it. And seeing that, that ridiculous YouTube video. So, <laughs> right. <so good. laughs> I think what really helps is how much Dimitri has grown as well. I think a lot of the experience that he's had in both um, Miyagi-Do and Eagle Fan and even being for that short moment in Cobra Kai, plus, you know, being having a girlfriend, I think has really humbled him because he used to be very harsh and rough around the edges when it came toward Eli. And yeah. I think that's what was very, very hard for both of them because, you know, Eli always had, uh, you know, his wanting to come up and be and, and have his self-esteem big and huge. And he became Hawk. And Dimitri, all he did was just talk down to him. Now that Dimitri is where he's at, he can appreciate where Eli was coming from at the time. Absolutely. Yeah, I agree. All of the above. I um, I'm loving Dimitri's character more and more. Me too. I mean, I already, yes. I was already a fan of him, because um, <laughs> he's just like he's so straightforward. You know what I he's mean? He's so straightforward, and he doesn't even know it. But um, I love that the tables have turned, and now Eli is down and out again. But mm-hmm. like Dimitri is just like his rock, man. He's just like, dude. Pick your head up. Who gives a shit about the hot character or, you know, whoever you were before? Right. You know, you're Eli Moskowitz. You're, yep. you're my yes. binary brother. That's you know right. what I mean? That's right. So, and, and I know you don't like Hawk, but you, we, let's talk about He's growing on me. That's why I said yeah, this, well, this show is like yeah. WWE to me. Yeah, somebody's yeah, going to be healed one yeah. day in the next episode that you're rooting for. Yeah, I got, a, I, got a fa- I got a baby face right there in front of me. So go. Yeah, exactly. And, and, I mean, let's just talk about the actor for a minute because when he plays Hawk, he can – he can really knock it out of the park. You could really see the very cocky in him. But when he plays Eli, man, does he shut down. He can play Eli very well. Absolutely. He can can bring it down very quick. Like you even see it in his eyes, how um, down he is, how his self-esteem is just broken. I think he does such a great job playing both roles. He does. He does. All right. Well, that was a great discussion on episode six. Let's move into episode seven. We're going to kind of run through this one. I didn't take too many highlights. This was a, I kind of call this the filler episode. You know what I mean? It was just filling some, some, uh, some dead space in the, in the season, but they labeled this one minefields. And the highlights that I took from there was Johnny and Carmen want to talk to Miguel. Is he cool with this? Robbie has a weakness like Sensei Kreese. Are the senseis getting bored? <clears throat> Anthony surprises Daniel. Anthony kicked Mr. Miyagi in the face. The flying tornado kick. So we'll run through this one pretty quick, but what were your guys' thoughts on Johnny and Carmen trying to talk to Miguel? <laughs> Just, oh, man, I was kind of nervous about that one, to be honest. Right? Right. I mean, because it's been hidden from him this whole time, and, you know, it's kind of weird for him to see Johnny, you know, with his mom, right? That's his mom's. And then his, his sensei and his sort of father figure. Right. 
it would make sense like he would be rooting for this, but then it's kind of awkward, right? Because it's bringing two two worlds together. So, uh. well, and and I don't think that Johnny had much of a choice either because I can't remember what episode it was, but um, Miguel kind of starts talking about how he was meeting up with an ex girl and how excited he was and Allie. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. And he's over here. You know, Johnny's like, it wasn't that big of a deal. <laughs> I was like, yeah, it was. Yeah. <laughs> he's like, he's being modest. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. And that, and that really put Johnny in a bad spot because I think even Johnny, and we talked about this, was, you know, in, in a really, really like hard decision. Do I pick yeah. the girl that I've loved? all these years or this new love that I've come so close to um, and respect and love her son as well. So I think, I don't think that Johnny had was given a choice at that point. He keep, I think he knew that he couldn't keep it from Miguel much longer. And I'm glad because almost every single time I would see them together, I'm like, Oh my God, Miguel's going to walk in any minute. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I mean, they didn't they didn't leave anything to a secret because I mean, the moment uh, Miguel comes back from the room, he's like, uh, "Sensei, like this is your your head your uh, headband or whatever." Your headband? <laughs> yeah. Stop. I mean, I love Miguel's answer on it too. He's like, "Well, mom, you know, I kind of wish you guy you would pick a guy that had um, uh, better items in his refrigerator, but you know, whatever, it's cool. I'm cool, you know." So yeah. We'll uh we'll get into that whole thing um as we move into some of the other episodes. But what did you guys think about Robbie having a weakness, and uh, was it similar to Sensei Crease's weakness? Um, I don't. I think it's sort of the same, but I, I don't. It's it's a weakness. It's the same that it's a weakness, but I don't. It's different. Um, you can't have a heart when you're Cobra Kai, bro. That's what these kids need to understand. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you're not wrong. That's the message that's preached. But apparently, the people involved don't really don't live that to its full extent, right? Right. So, um, but I think Robbie just does sees himself in other people, disadvantaged people that you know are being picked on because that's what happened to him, right? He's, yeah. He's you know when he was robbing and doing all that stuff and you know getting blackmailed and beat up by those other guys, he needed a way to to take care of himself, and that's where. You know, martial arts came in, so he's he's doing the thing. He met the homie in, in the in the D, in the D home, as we used to call it right. back in the day. He's like, oh, that's, my, that's my that's my brother, and he's like, "All right, man, well, I got you." And then he's trying to you know, he's trying to take care of him and right and give him strength, right? So that's I don't know. It's yeah, I guess they. I don't know, it's hard to say. They both have a weakness. I'll just agree with that. Yeah, Angela, what do you think? Yeah, absolutely. He. I'm, and you can kind of see it in in this season how Robbie is, you know, his heart is starting to show where he's starting he's trying to change, and taking this kid under his wing is you know one of many. Right. And I know last I know that our last podcast episode we talked about how this storyline didn't need to happen, but I could watching the second half I could see why they brought it why they brought it along because you're right. It did. It was a crease and Johnny moment all over again. Right. Right on. Well, what'd you guys think about the sensei's getting bored? We got a little bet going on between sensei crease and uh, sensei silver. 
gosh. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I could understand because they need a little bit of entertainment. But again, it's like, I mean, there's other things you could bet on. (laughs) And I wouldn't say that they're bored. I think this is the beginning. You know, these are the seeds of the of of the 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 separation the between the two, right? Yeah. And uh-huh. that's, that's really what it was. It was. It, I think it was more like my way and what I'm what I'm doing. My Cobra Kai is better than your Cobra Kai, right? And that's that's what it came out to, right? And that's the whole thing is that when we talk about weaknesses, Silver was like. You know, you have a weakness, and you know, obviously, Crease is like, "Oh, what the hell are you talking about? I ain't got no weakness." Right. And then, you know, they're trying to expose each I other. I saved you from the war. Exactly. So here we go again. <laughs> yeah. So I don't think necessarily, again, like you know that it, that they're bored. I think is this is the the power struggle, the be, the beginning of the power struggle. Okay. Right. Good. Yeah, and and you're right when he talked to him about his weakness. I mean, obviously, it's Crease's pride was his weakness, <laughs> and and he and Terry hit right on it and made his point. It made his point. Right. But yeah, that rivalry, it's starting to brew. <laughs> it's starting to boil. Oh. Um, that The whole scene, so I plugged this in here because, I mean, we, we all know how we feel about Lopuso, but um, oh it was uh, it was interesting that, you know, Daniel Daniel got excited for a moment, you know, because he wants Anthony to be such a big part of this, but... Uh-huh. All it does is show that Daniel does not know his son at all. You know what I mean? Because he's walking around and Anthony's over there playing it like he thinks he's cool. He sees the kids breaking boards and shit like that. And, you know, uh, Sam and Dimitri are, you know, practicing with the weapons and shit like that. And, yeah, it looks cool to Anthony. But, you know, Anthony would prefer starting there as opposed to where Daniel wanted to start him. And it just shows exactly what it, you know, exactly... Daniel has no clue as to, you know, what his kid really wants or where his kid really wants to be. So let me ask you this. I got a question for both of you. In the movies that we saw with my Mr. Miyagi trying to teach Daniel on, you know, wax on, wax off, you know, paint. Daniel was really upset and he reacted the exact same way. Like, I'm not going to do your chores. I'm not going to clean up after you. Right? Yeah. So why wouldn't he explain the benefit of learning it instead of creating this sense of frustration when it came to teaching his kids? I don't, I don't think it's necessary. I mean, that's a great question. And I'm, I that like is a good you, I like the way you brought it up. But I think for me, or the way his thing is like, sometimes you do, th- you'll, you'll, I mean, we've probably all we've all painted fences and sanded floor and, and you know, wax on, wax off. In, in I've never way. painted fences. I've never. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> okay, so, Anthony. All right, calm down. But, so what I what I mean by that is, you know, we, we've I'm all. Just <laughs> so what I mean by that is, we've all done something, or we've been we've been tasked to do something, not knowing that it was a life lesson, or that it was building something to us, whether it was a skill set or or a character, you know, build a character you're building something inside your character and then it becomes a muscle memory. And that's basically what it was. Right. So, yeah. you know, and that's, that's kind of what he was doing. Right. He, Daniel learned, he says, without question, when Mr. Maggie said, I'm going to ask you, you, you know, without question, you just do what I ask him. Right. And that's it. 
And then he asked him, you know, referring back to the movie, right? Show me paint the fence. Show me, and those were you know, when he, yeah, when he was those pissed off. Techniques because he the repetitions. It was muscle memory at that point. So sometimes well, you learn lessons and you don't know that you're doing stuff and you're not actually you don't know that you're learning something. Daniel tried explaining it to Anthony, but in Anthony language, you know what I mean. He's like, you know, when you're playing the video game, you're guy. at level one. You know, you want to get to level 12, and I'll show you the codes and, you know, shit like right. that. But it totally backfired on him. Um, we'll, we'll get into, you know, we'll get into another part that kind of explains, you know, where Daniel is with Anthony and kind of the shit that's going on with Anthony. I hate to bring him in to it, but they're they're prepping us because he's going to be something in season five. We exactly. already know it. And that's the, before we continue, like, that's the big problem that I have with the season is there just this was seems like it was it was just a stepping stone season and they're just trying to flesh out characters for the next season. So right. A lot of it seems like a reach to me, but anyways, yeah, that's we'll, we'll, we'll get into we'll that. Get into that. <laughs> um, the flying tornado kick. What did you guys think about that whole thing between Johnny and Miguel and then Sam showing up? I'm down. Show me that. I'm down. Show me that. Show me that, show me that flying tornado kick. <laughs> I'm like, didn't I watch this on Mortal Kombat? <laughs> right? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> or Street Fighter. <laughs> <laughs> or Street Fighter, yeah. Exactly. I'm like, did I, didn't I lock that character? <laughs> so I I plugged the flying tornado kick into this one is because this is the introduction of what to, of what we get to see at the tournament. Yes. So yes. Um, both Miguel and Sam introduce it. And so we'll we'll get into that. So. Right. Um, episode eight. I knew Angela was excited about this one. It's party time, and Stingray yes. is back, baby. Oh man! Not but Stingray. is it the Stingray that we've hoped and missed? I don't know. We'll see. <sighs> um, Silver returning with the mind games. Uh, Prom is here. Mm-hmm. Louie and Johnny, Robbie, Tori cut some rug, uh, and Stingray to the rescue. Uh, the Larusos have failed. Mm-hmm. Daniel has had enough with Anthony. I love this episode. Me too. <laughs> Crease and Silver take a walk down Cobra Kai memory lane. Are they celebrating too early? Johnny and Silver have a showdown. <laughs> Johnny crushes my Miguelito. I I am a Johnny mm. fan, but not in this episode. That one hurt. Oh, dude. That one hit me right it's in the field. Me too. It did sting. <laughs> it's done. So, Angela, Stingray. Stingray. <laughs> the first thing I knew you were watching because you're like Stingray's back, and I'm like, oh, Stingray's back. <laughs> that's her man. That's, that's all man's. I said. That's all I said. Uh, Literally, that's all I texted him was Stingray's back. <laughs> to be honest, and I, I forgot like, about him. Nando's like, just wait. <laughs> yeah, I was like, hold on, bro. It, it gets just better. Wait. Just, just wait, and I'm like, ah. <laughs> well, you know, I I was I'm. Again, I have a very, very soft spot for Stingray in my we heart do. because of Kingdom and, We're and Kingdomites. We are, and he. I was very excited to see him again. I was, I was very happy. I, I know his character is a little off-putting in, <laughs> in this season, but I was. Happy Aren't to all see his characters that he plays though? <laughs> I, I really like Kingdom though. <laughs> like that, that character he played it so well but you're right he does get these racy characters and he pulls them off so well it's kind of scary but no yes i was very very happy to see him back um i, I lo- was i mean 
Go ahead, go ahead. Oh, I was just going to say, I love the fact that they gave him, you know, his own neighbor enemy in, yeah. uh, in this season. I was season. just about to say that. <laughs> I love how they brought him back to his sister's house. Right. <laughs> He's like talking shit to his neighbor. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yeah. I I think um I would I I'm I think I'm excited to see what happens in season five with him, is all I'm gonna say. Very cool. I like yeah. that. What did you guys think about uh Silver starting his old shit again, back to the mind games? Oh my god. More, more the same old stuff, man. I mean that seems that's, that's, that's all he knows how to do, really. Right. And that's that's his that's his choice. Yeah, that's his poison choice. Yeah, he unleashed a little bit more in in this episode. I mean, the the old Terry was coming out of him. He couldn't hold it in anymore. Absolutely. That's like it. I don't know if you guys see this, but like you can see the the subtle decline of this of Terry, right? From where we where we find him in the start of the series, where he's you know he's living the you know that living that high life. life. And he's slowly being dragged in, and he's slowly morphing back into the to the Terry that we seen that we in, all in know. Karate Kai three, uh, Cobra, uh, Karate Kai, Karate <laughs> Kid three, um, and it's just the mind games, man. It's just yeah. he's a you know he's like that cerebral assassin, you know what I mean? <laughs> so throw a, a wrestling yeah. thing in there, so um, yeah, he's just he's just what he knows, and he's good at it. And I think this well, is like how we were talking earlier in, in in some of the other episodes, you know, where we were talking about the divide between him and Kreese. Mm-hmm. Um, we see it unfolding even more now. And now yeah. we're actually leading to something, you know what I mean? So they're, uh, they're giving us that. Um, and he's so big. He's so tall. It's just insane how tall he is. <laughs> and the reach, by God, the reach. Right? <laughs> he's, when he's just going at it, it's just like, my gosh. You yeah. could you could really hear it. You could feel it. The craziness coming out of him. <laughs> so what did you guys think of prom? Prom is here. What did you guys? Okay. <laughs> the, the, the highlight of that whole thing. With Tori. Uh, well, <laughs> Dang. Hey, calm down, Nando. Calm down. Hey. Let's go, Tori. Hey, dude. Calm hey, dude. down. I, I said that she's not even, she doesn't even get to be a teenager, but she's walking around in an adult dress. Well, hey. I mean, I that's I, how they dress nowadays. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. She, she looked was, mighty fly. She was she the only one walking fly. around like a cougar, bro. And I'm like, hey, girl, you're not even at that age yet. We got to build up to that. <laughs> that's that's uh that's Robbie's mom or maybe Miguel's mom. You know you what go. I mean? Those are cougar statuses right there. But Tari, you're not there yet. Come on, baby. <laughs> but I was so happy for her. I was I was rooting for her. I'm like, yeah, girl, you go get. <laughs> I was too, man. I definitely was rude. I'm a Tory fan. The the absolute highlight of this whole thing, though, <laughs> I can't stand Louis, but goddamn, he makes a fucking great character. How awesome <laughs> was Louis and fucking Johnny right next to each other? <laughs> oh my gosh, Louis. that was awkward and hilarious at the same time. Right? <laughs> Louis so uncomfortable. He's just like, "Hey man, how you doing?" Like, yeah. <laughs> and he doesn't. He can't even make high, eye contact with Johnny. He's just like looking the opposite way, and he's like, 
I just want to let you know. I'm not friends with them anymore. I'm not friends with those dudes anymore, bro. (laughs) But I mean, it's even funny because when Johnny's name comes up around Daniel and, and, and Louie's around, Louie's just like, cause I came out that dude with a bat and four bikers, man. Like this dude is like, this dude is lethal. (laughs) Yeah. 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 And his sister. Oh my God. I love his sister. She is funny. Oh man. (laughs) <laughs> so what did you guys think about that whole fucking dance scene between robbie and tori i was like what the oh, fuck dude. is going it's, on it's been done bro. before like if you watch any kind of drama it, it's that's they, it's not original let's just go that far. right i knew it was coming it was it was easily seen right it, you knew that was gonna happen it, it was in greece it happened in greece yeah the movie greece is the same yeah. thing i'm just gonna throw that that's how back <laughs> it goes have you seen Not Another Teen Movie? Yes. Yes, I have. <laughs> you know exactly what I'm yes, talking exactly. about then. I know exactly what you're talking about. So it's it's a tale as old as time, right? Yeah, there you go. Sometimes those old flames don't, uh, they're not complete. They're still embers for the old flames sometimes. Uh, the part that I found most interesting, though, is Miguel and Sam's focus. You know what I mean? Yeah, they were dancing really great and shit like that, but they were calling each other out on their shit. So yeah, both looking, both yeah. looking hard. That was a uh, that was really interesting. Um, Stingray to the rescue. De- yep, Angela. So since you're the you're the big Stingray fan here, what were your thoughts on? What did you think when Stingray was calling up, what's his name, you know, the little nerd, and, mm-hmm. you know, telling him, like, hey, man, I heard the, the party was canceled, you know, um, I'm trying to get back into Cobra Kai, and the little nerdy dude yeah. was like, I'm not with Cobra Kai anymore, and, and Stingray was like, what? What do you think was going on in Stingray's mind at that moment when he heard that? I think it was hard for him to hear because a lot of – a lot of what happened in the season before, I mean, he felt that he was very close to a lot of the Cobra Kai's and for him to know that uh, they, they had, you know, pretty much broken up, I think was hard for Stingray because he, he was so close to them. He felt like they were, you know, a, a dojo. It was, it was his, they were his friends. I think it was really, really hard for him. So he, he, what he tells them, let's, Go back to my house, right? Right. We got an after party. Come to the after party. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, it's kind of like that big brother thing. Like, he wanted to be the cool guy, the big brother. And um, he wanted to see I, what I think is, you know, to have that that image, that uh, atmosphere around him again. Because he missed it. He just finished doing time. He has an ankle bracelet. <laughs> All right. <laughs> He's on house arrest. <laughs> oh, Stingray. <laughs> he missed them. He missed them. He did. He absolutely did. And you can tell. I mean, it was a uh, – so there there was a part that I skipped, and I, I'm i going to call it a Stingray highlight, but I love it when uh, Stingray walked back into the dojo and Kreese, like, wanted nothing to do with him. But I love yeah. right when Stingray is walking in, he gives Nux to one of the kids, and he's all, hey, your mom should have called me. You could have had a new dad. Jeez. <laughs> I was like, damn. <laughs> <It's a hater. laughs> 
Uh, but just the way he walked in and everything, he just throws off his shoes. Like, what's up, guys? What's up, Cobra Kai? Like, you know what I mean? Like, he owns yeah. the fucking place and shit. Yeah, but, like, what's up? I'm back. Yeah. Yeah. And- yeah. But, you know, do you think it's it's kind of funny how you see Crease and you see Terry Silver just look at him with disgust? Like, who is this guy? Right? Yeah, that pissed me but off. Yet, yeah, but yeah, you're like, you guys are probably the same age. If not, he's younger than you. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, yeah, no, I, I did too. I was, I was pretty disgusted with them the way they, the way they treated them. Exactly. Yeah. I wasn't surprised. It's just how they act. You know what I mean? It wasn't a shocker. <laughs> right. Um, so let's see. What do you, I lost my, Russo have here. failed. Oh yeah. So, uh, Louis puts it out there that uh, his younger sister is uh, a <laughs> college psychologist, psychologist major going through her uh, fifth yes. term. And um, she actually, you know, goes to, to break down Anthony and, you know, they're like, oh, well, you know, go for it. At first, you know, the LaRussos were on the fence and she's all, well, OK, but I need to sit down and talk with you two. That's where I need to start breaking this kid down. Yeah. And um Angela, what's going on with Miss LaRusso, man? She's got a little bit of anger. She failed the test. (laughs) She failed the test miserably. (laughs) (laughs) And again, I mean, how many times do they have to see this to get proven that they are the problem? It's them. They're hugging their kids. They're hugging their kids too much, man. They're hugging them too much. Yeah, they're. And they got blinders on. Yep. Because they're so. They feel like there's so much better because of their society you know state that they're in they feel like they're so much better and they can't see their kids do any wrong and oh it it showed when they got the call from the principal about anthony yes like right when they're walking through the doors before they get to the principal's (sighs) office they're like oh you know we'll make sure that you know this bully that's bullying our son you know pays the you know the they get expelled yeah yeah, they're gonna pay for what they yes yeah Come to find out, it's your kid again. Exactly. Uh huh. That old, that good old Larusso bubble just likes to keep getting popped. You know, I know that uh, you're the biggest fan of them over there. You're, right. You're Miyagi Do, and and they're just not as perfect as they. You know, <laughs> people in glass houses shouldn't throw rocks, and they be chucking a whole bunch of rocks all the time. Hey man, yeah. They need that wake up call, man. Not, not everyone's perfect, bro. Not everyone's perfect. They act like it. They act like it. they certainly do act like it. I think it's just a blow to the ego. They're just like, and again, they just keep getting exposed. And hopefully, as the series continues, they they wake up and they make that change. Oh, it's an it's an opportunity for them to learn from it too. And Daniel finally sees it. You know what I mean? Because right. it's it's almost like after I love the way they set up the scene because after they fail the test. You can see that Daniel's nervous walking by Anthony's room because you can see it. You know what I mean? As you're watching, Daniel's walking mm-hmm. by the walking by the room. And then finally he steps in and just tells Anthony, yeah. like, you know, hey, man, you know, like Daniel tries that one last step to like say, like, let's let's fix things. And then what does Anthony mm-hmm. do? He fucks it up by having a device with them. I mm-hmm. love how Daniel fucking broke that thing right in front of him and told him. You've pushed my last fucking button, and the next consequence that you that comes to you, you're not gonna fucking be happy about it. Like I dare you to fucking test me again. You know what I mean? Like 
nice dad is done. <laughs> that's good. Yeah. Man. I mean, that's uh, it. Just shows. I mean, you got to take the reins somehow, right? Yeah. Gotta, because again, that's all we've ever seen with this kid. You know, that's all we've ever seen of him is this brattiness, this, yeah. this self entitlement that that the Larusos seem to have for some reason. Right. But so. but is it nice, Dad, or is it neglectful, Dad? I think it's neglectful. Well, I think <laughs> he's no, a neglectful I mean, you, you, dog. You bring up a valid point. He is. I mean, I would. I wouldn't say necessarily neglectful, but just not as engaged. Well, think about no, it. That's so, neglectful, Jake. Come on. <laughs> think about it. When though. you don't even know that your kid's been in camp all summer, that's neglectful. <laughs> okay. Yeah, that's true. I, but I mean, think about it. So when when uh, they sat down with Louis' sister, the first thing they said is, "Why is all the attention on Sam?" Remember? Yeah, exactly. So she knew exactly how to fucking hit them and like, you know, pick out what she sees and stuff right. like that. So, yeah, I mean, yeah, it is it is neglectful. I don't want to say it that way, but yeah, it is. But I mean, that kid should fall in line. He's a fucking Russo. His dad's a fucking 84, 85 fucking All-Valley State champion. Two-time. You know what I mean? Come on, kid. What the fuck is wrong with you? <laughs> uh, um. Crease and Silver take a walk down Cobra Kai memory lane. Do you guys think they're celebrating too early? Do you think uh, Mr. Terry's uh, pushing a little too fast? I don't know, man. The way it ended, I think he knew. Well, hindsight's twenty twenty, right? Um, you know, we know how the story ends, but I guess from what we've seen, I mean, if you really break it down, it's just typical Cobra Kai attitude. It's just that typical cockiness that they that they always project. So I don't, I mean. I don't think they're necessarily celebrating too early. They're just being Cobra Kai. That's what right. they do. Yeah, that's true. Um, What were you guys' thoughts on that whole expression that Kreese had when Terry in- invites uh, Johnny over to the old Cobra Kai dojo? You know, it's... So do you remember that... Um... And I can't remember what episode it was, but do you remember that episode where Terry is telling Crease, like, you did the worst thing by taking Johnny's son? Yes. I think it's kind of like a little bit of a jab to Crease, you know, like where he's kind of trying with, um, with Robbie and Johnny. And I think he's kind of trying a little bit of a revenge to kind of, Kind of throw Crease off his balance. I think is what it is. Absolutely. Kind of, kind of like how he did buying all that merchandise. You know, when he bought all the merchandise and everything, and he tried to upscale all of Cobra Kai. Right. Yeah. Yeah, it's. Um, I think he's just trying to throw him off. It's um, it's mind games. It's Terry. Yeah, the mind games. Um, he continued to stoke the fire and. Um, yeah, it's it's a big jab thrown at Crease, and you can see it written all over Crease's face because he's like, you invited him over here? You know what I mean? Like, Crease mm-hmm. was having a moment where he was buying in, and he was, you know, it, it's his old dojo, you know? Yeah. Um, but then Terry goes in. So, yeah, it is a true mind game if you think about it because Terry brings him up, gets him excited, and then all of a sudden extremely brings him down. You know what I mean? Takes that mm-hmm. happiness away from him in one moment, and, I mean, that's that's a mind game. Yep. Yeah. Um, uh, this one. So Johnny crushes my Miguelito and Yeesh. dude, 
This one was, oh man, this one fucking hit me right in the feelers because I gasped. I yeah, yeah. I um, same. I love Johnny and Miguel together. Like I said, you know they have they have scenes where it's just fucking phenomenal, and you you can't help but root for them. But in this one, like talking about a fucking a punch to the gut, like. Miguel sees Johnny on the floor. He picks him up, takes him to bed, takes care of him like a father. You know what I mean? Like, Miguel's like, you know, uh, you know, this is my dad and stuff like that. So Miguel discloses to him and tells Johnny, I love you. You don't, you don't hear that. You know what I mean? Thrown around a lot in, right. in, the, in the series. So this was like an ultimate, like, this was groundbreaking between Miguel and Johnny's relationship. Yep. Well, what does fucking Johnny do? He pisses it away by saying, I love you too, Robbie. And the look on Miguel's face. Crushed him. Fuck. Man. Crushed him. And they even threw in a little fucking great moment too. Miguel tells him, he's like, oh, it's all, it, it's all right. I'm wet. And Johnny's like, yeah, me too. But it's <laughs> but it was piss. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you, you know, but uh, uh, like it's like. The big that was like, I think that was, that was the straw that broke the camel's back. And and when I say that, I'm talking about Miguel's back because Miguel was doing everything that he could to make everyone happy, except he wasn't doing anything for himself to make himself happy. Exactly, you you, you hit it you hit it right on the head there. And man, this one was rough um, to see. And like you said, you know, it was the it was the it was the straw that broke the camel's back on that one. I think that everything has built up to this point. Miguel had finally accepted, like, hey, you know, I've got this in place. You know, Johnny will be my dad. I love him like a dad. He's going to be with my mom. This is what the future is going to be like. And then he realized that, you know, I don't think it was malicious what Johnny said. Obviously, he was drunk, right? And he's suffering, battling his own demons. But man, that's not what what. Um, Miguel needed to hear at that point. Yeah. Right. And let's be honest. When these guys were throwing down at the party, <laughs> what did Robbie tell Miguel? My, you're, my dad is only hanging out with you to fill the void that I don't have with him. Yep. And then I think Miguel test. I think Miguel wanted to know that for himself. And I think when he said that to Johnny, like, I love you. And Johnny... To fire, you know, to 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 give that answer back, saying, you know, I love you too, Robbie. What Robbie told Miguel came to light because Miguel didn't want to believe that. No, you're right. He you didn't. know what I mean? So it, it it was ten times, you know, ten he, times worse. It's true. He, you know, he's like, you know, it comes down to what Robbie said. It's true. It became fact to him. Exactly. So that was that was a hard one, man. That was a hard one for me to watch. Ugh. Angela. Yeah, it was. Yeah, it was. It was hard. It was hard. Like I said, I, no lie, I did. I gasped. I. It was. It was. It would have been very hard, you know, pill to swallow having to hear that because you could tell, you know, he was he was happy. He didn't mind how, helping Johnny, but um, he really, really felt that he had this connection with Johnny and it was kind of like a sense of betrayal, but because he loves Johnny so much, you could tell that in his eyes, he understood because 
yeah, he's got Carmen, he's got Yaya, and, you know, in reality, yeah, he has Sam. They already had their beef, and but in he knows that he's had a little bit of a connection even with Daniel, um, but he could he still has that void right. in him, and and I think I think you're right that you know it's the straw that broke the camel's back, but not quite yet. I don't. I think I think we get a little closer to the end when it absolutely just breaks because he just, he, you're right. He's such a nice guy. He has a big heart. He tries to satisfy and make everybody happy. But at the end of the day, he's still broken. Right. Literally broken. Yeah. Miguelito. Oh, that was a tough one. My poor hijito. (laughs) Oh, let's jump into episode nine and let's see if that brings up the spirits a little bit. So we got episode nine, <laughs> the fall. Uh, it's karate time, folks. And yes. Carrie Underwood, are you fucking kidding me right now? <laughs> I was like, what? Oh, that was yeah. a surprise. I, that was a surprise. All, I didn't know she was going to be on there. Yeah. They're in California. <laughs> And bring fucking a girl from Carrie fucking, Underwood. They bring a girl from fucking uh, Oklahoma. I was or like, that's how low level, that's how low budget. <laughs> The series is, or it's either the series is that low budget, or the the damn karate match, you know, the, the all city yeah. is that low budget that they're affording Carrie Underwood. Right? right I was just like, what the hell? Does uh, that have to do with anything? Dude, that killed me. I was surprised. I was very surprised. Um, did Daniel teach Robbie too much? I think so. Um, the referees are missing calls. What's going on there? One specific one. Uh, Grandma Yaya, she still got the munchies. I love that about that lady. Yep. Uh, Sam channels her eagle fangs, yep. and and they come out. Um, Miguel screams for his sensei. <clears throat> oh my gosh! Oof. Another one. <laughs> so guys, talk to me. It's karate time. What did you guys think about the All Valley starting up? <sighs> the announcer. Oh my gosh, he did such a great job. They need to hire him right. in WWE. <laughs> <laughs> that guy gets offensive when someone else grabs his mic. <laughs> yes, he does. What is he doing with my yeah. mic? <laughs> That's right. Got to protect the mic. He was good and, though. <laughs> and you can tell that this guy is all in, man, because the the you know when when in the earlier episodes we talked about you know all the all these board members or whatever the you board know, fighting members each yeah other. I mean, this guy's got his foot in the sand and it ain't moving you know the blue <laughs> you know the blue logo for the fist and everything or the blue background it, you know it's a selling point you know it brought in numbers <laughs> <right>? <laughs> but um i love for the fact that he gets he dives into the drama too you know what i mean yes. so you've got this tournament going on of course it creates drama but i mean this guy is all in on it like you can tell he's a fan so that you know yes. it, it makes it even it uh, 10 times better but um yeah um carrie underwood i was like what the fuck man i already said what i said that that song was horrible too. It's, it had no right being in there. Like I would have been more happier if they would have brought somebody from the eighties and should have had fucking like Hammer out. come out or something, right? That would have been dope if Hammer would have come out. I mean, about it. granted, Carrie had some good looking legs on her, I you know, but no that comment. was about the highlight of no it. No comment. No comment. <laughs> I mean, I felt like I was watching American Idol all over again. Yeah, I, I don't understand. It didn't fit, so I didn't really understand. It did that. not fit. It did not fit. It at didn't. All. Ugh. They could have had like Snoop Dogg or somebody from 
the West Coast come out. <laughs> Mac Ten, Ice Cube, right? somebody. Jeez, Snoop Dogg, Snoop man, Dogg. come on. Yeah, you know, Snoop Dogg would have been down. He hangs out with Martha Stewart. You know, right. probably, probably could have got him. Where they? I don't. I don't want to talk about it much more, but like, where the hell did they get Carrie Underwood? Honestly? I don't know. I don't know why they chose oh, her. Oh man, but... I was like, oh, I was like, this is stupid. Whatever. Angela, go ahead and rain on the parade. I'm sure you're you're like uh, Yaya Carmen and uh, Miss Larusso <laughs> jumping up when when she came out. <laughs> <laughs> You know, I, I'm actually, I'm, I'm glad you brought up Yaya because Yaya is just, she's just amazing to begin with. Right. <laughs> she, I mean, she's just like eating her munchies, you know, controlling her glaucoma. I don't know what's going on, but <laughs> she does an excellent part in it. She just, she comes in for all of the right moments, but you're, I'm, I agree with you. I don't, I don't know why Carrie Underwood, um, I'm I'm thinking they kind of wanted to have the same type of music in for the tournament as they have in the past. I don't I don't know. I really don't know. Um, These kids don't even have, listen to Carrie Underwood. Could they have gotten so. somebody better? I agree. I really do, but I I don't I don't know. I don't. Know. <laughs> it doesn't make sense. Yeah, it didn't make. I'm any perplexed sense. as well. I I was very <laughs> surprised. <laughs> Moving on, moving on. <laughs> Unless you want to keep touching. No, on. no, no, no. I think we, uh, I think we, I, we beat that dead horse. We're all, we're <laughs> Hopefully, they sense. leave it at that. <laughs> Hopefully, she doesn't make a cameo in season five. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Um, did Daniel teach Robbie too much? We see it in the tournament. I can't say that he taught him too much. He taught him what he. I mean, initially, Robbie was was rocking with Miyagi Do, so he taught him what he needed to know at the right. time. So I, I don't think he taught him too much. I think it backfired, right? Because he ended up going to, uh, you know, Cobra Kai side, and and then is bringing Miyagi Do teachings to them. So right, lose that, you know, they gain that element to be able to. We so we see some frustration from the kids because you know what I mean. They learn one thing, and all of them are going back to their, you know, back to their senseis, and like, you know, they know my every move. What do I do? You know, so. We see the development and the whole thing that Johnny and Daniel couldn't make happen actually starting to come to light. Exactly. What what they could have created was happening right in front of their eyes. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And and the whole time that's all they needed was to be able to come together to create what Robbie got to learn from both sides. Yeah. Yeah, it was a waste. It was such a waste. They had so many students that they could have trained and yeah, absolutely. And they all wasted because, again, because of their pride and their stubbornness. Did you guys pick up on anything with the referee missing calls? Did you start to think like something might have been going on? I mean, you can. Or was it happening again, so fast trying, you didn't catch it? No, um, speaking. It's hard to speak with knowledge, right? You already, <laughs> right. Know, you already have knowledge. Um, but, yeah, I think you could definitely start the telltale signs. I thought I was watching, uh, you know, them Tom Brady referees out there. You know what I mean? <laughs> and Tom Brady refs in the pocket. Yeah. So I was like, what's going on here, right? And I thought maybe, again, I thought maybe because. Those it, Bill Belichick referees. Bill Belichick referees. <laughs> I, thought, I actually thought it was kind of going back. So if you kind of look at it, um, 
you know, how Daniel won the tournament with a legal kick anyways, and the refs didn't call. So I was like, right. are they just paying homage to the OG style of, of what's happened in the past? So, you know, I don't know. I kept my eye on it, but I didn't. I couldn't put my You can put your thumb on it, yeah. Thumb, not till obviously, we'll get to that. Right, right. I, I didn't, honestly. I think I was probably enjoying it. I was really enjoying them going back and forth. I I, I didn't notice it. I didn't notice it at all. Okay. Um I um I thought it was interesting. Um I kind of like I was like, okay, something's something's going on here. And and I think it was like the facial expressions because you even hear Johnny, you know, yell out like, Hey, you know, the How do I explain it? The way that the senseis caught it, but yet Cobra Kai was the one that was like, wasn't even like saying anything. You know what I mean? They were just still there with their arms crossed and everything. That's where I was just like, okay, you guys know this shit, but you know, you're not saying anything about it. I must have missed that. You're you're pretty perceptive (laughs) because I didn't catch that part of it. Um. We already talked about Grandma Yaya, so... She's legit. She's OG, she's OG triple OG. I love that lady. <laughs> what did you guys think about Sam channeling her, her eagle, eagle fangs and the look on Daniel's face? I think she's the... It was about time, to be honest. She's right? got enough balls compared to the rest of them trying to stay... Trying to walk, you know... Walk that, La, that LaRusso Miyagi-Do line? Right. So that's like, you know... I don't know. It's weird. Because even the interaction between the two of them, like she scores a point and she comes back and Daniel's like, what the fuck was that? That's not what I taught you. That's not how yeah. I taught you to win. That's right? Yeah, that's not that how you win. Whole, that was the whole thing that, that Daniel was preaching. We win this way. This is how this exactly. is how wins. Yeah. So that's, you know, she had to be, and again, she had to change her style up because again, Robbie had taught everybody on Cobra Kai Cobra side Kai that how the Miyagi deal is a passive defensive style. Yeah, they counter. So you had to be aggressive. Obviously, you can't win with the Miyagi Do style, right? So, Angela, any any feedback on that one? Yeah, I I agree. I just I don't think you know. Kind of going back with the way that Robbie was fighting, what was more beneficial of learning both sides, and you know, from when when you knew that they were gonna that they were going to create these two dojos to teach the students both ways because they both, they valued, you know, both styles of fighting would have been their best weapon. Um, and that's all they had to do was just combine both of them. So I think when Sam was able to come up and say, this is how I'm going to fight because they can't, you know, predict any of what I'm doing. Is it going to be the only way I'm going to win was probably the best thing that she could have done. And a lot of it that a lot of the other students started to see was, yes, you can use Miyagi-Do with certain defense and offense and, you know, and um, Eagle fan, same with defense and offense. Then then they started winning. So, yeah, no, I agree. I think it it was time. It was definitely time. Right. Yeah, no, I uh, I agree, and uh, which I think is probably it, the kindest thing I've said about Samantha this whole time. That's facts. I I had to give her credit, though. I do have to give her credit because well, it go. was I, it was time. I think the I think the students became the senseis in this tournament. 
Yeah. I'm just going to leave that, it at that. That's, you are. that's an excellent yep. way to end it. That's a good way to put it. Yeah. <laughs> that's your 100%. Um, so they had to. We get, had a, to. we get a moment with um, with Miguel and Daniel, um, you know, right before his right before his fight with, uh, with Eli. And... Um, we we see the fight going down and everything and like i said you know we we miguel's eyes are wide open you know he's he's very observant he's looking at everything you know from from the outside to the inside <coughs> um well he he he's got the fight with eli and he gets to the point where he's going to do the new move that johnny taught him right the tornado kick we talked about that um what were your thoughts when he goes down and they show him on the floor, Eli's right there next to him, Johnny's right there, and then they got the referee, the referee's calling for the medic, and all you hear is just this huge scream I for the he, sensei. I thought he was done, man. I thought he he's and know, that's where the, I thought he was crippled at that That's point. where it ends, right? Yeah, pretty much. I thought I heard a snap. Was it just me or did somebody else hear a snap? Because no, I, I thought it. I heard Yeah, I heard snap. it. I heard yeah, it. I, I thought it was too. a snap too. Your ears weren't playing tricks on you. We heard it. <laughs> I really thought because for a minute there, I'm like, oh no, right? <laughs> <laughs> that was that old shit moment. Exactly. Yes, it was. And then of course, when he screams, you know, sensei, it's like ah, yeah, I got chills. I got chills. Yeah, for Miguelito, yeah. can't catch a break, man. Poor it, kid. Let me ask you guys this real quick. <clears throat> would you guys been okay if it was an actual if it was an actual real injury that would have caused Miguel to not be able to participate anymore in the in the in the match would you would you guys have been okay with where the story was going right there or do you prefer what happens in episode 10 with Miguel I think I would have preferred it better if it ended right there and really I think so Interesting. I think that would have been a better. I don't know. I think I would have preferred. You would have liked that storyline better? I would have preferred that storyline better, in my opinion, because all that other stuff, I don't know. <laughs> okay, Angela? I mean, that's my opinion. I don't know. What do you think, Angela? <laughs> well, you know, I, I already saw that. I already saw that. We've so seen I him think, recover. Huh? Yeah, I've seen <laughs> it. It's like he recovered. He's a miracle child, you know? Um, so I'm glad, actually, that it wasn't because it showed his vulnerability and it screamed everything that he was going through where he was just fed up <clears throat> emotionally and physically. I, I That's interesting. Yeah. So I, I really liked, like, he was literally, I mean, like, like we said earlier, he was literally broken. Right. We've seen this kid literally be broken and, you know, brought back and survived and, and recovered. And now this happens, but it's, it's, um, it's more than just a pulled muscle. I mean, when you see the conversation between him and Johnny, it's, it, it gets to the point where you see emotionally how damaged he is. Right. So I'm, I'm kind of glad that it wasn't that severe. I'm glad that it was a different type of severe. 
Interesting. Not that I, I like that. not that I like to see this poor kid be <laughs> tormented <laughs> and tortured, but I I liked how they switched it in that it wasn't uh, you know his that wasn't back the end. again. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. Um, I was it scared the shit out of me because it was like fuck. Yeah, man, I swear to God, if I see this kid laid up in a hospital bed again, I'm gonna be oh, pissed. Oh my gosh. Um, but I will say this, the medic that was taking care of Miguelito, bro, forget Sam and go for the fucking medic, bro. <laughs> medic! <laughs> um, but that's interesting that you said that, Angela, like all the frustration, all the buildup and everything. Um, I could kind of see maybe the scream that Miguel gave for his sensei. Maybe that was more frustration than actual pain. Yeah. Think, think about it that way because this kid's been yeah. living with a lot of buildup. You know what I mean? It's he's been trying up. to he's been trying to save the world and you know, then he goes and does I mean, he does the kick that his sensei taught him that he believes so much in, and then look what it does. It fucking injures him. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So mm-hmm. um we could take this in a million different ways, but I love yeah. I love that it, it allows us, you know, to to play that. So all right, guys. Well that's gonna end it for episode nine. We're going to move into episode 10, The Rise. Wait, the- wait, 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 Amanda and Tori conversation. Oh, yeah, we'll get into that one. That'll that'll come in episode 10. Oh, my God. Okay. <laughs> that one's brewing. Yeah, that one's brewing. <laughs> um, so episode 10, we, we get into The Rise. Um, the highlights from there that I pulled was Stingray's in the hospital. Right when episode ten starts, we see Stingray. What's going on there? Yep. Well, we know what happened, but you know yeah. what I mean. The the plot thickens. Um, Dimitri can fucking throw down. What the <laughs> fuck, <laughs> bro? I'm liking Dimitri. Um, Cobra Mi- Kai. Miguel. Just who we were talking about. He's done. He's done. He's checked out. He's done, bro. Um, Lapuso and Kenny, we know something's coming up in five and that's why I hate to bring it up, but unfortunately that's what we're going to get guys. Um, we have our new champions. We've mm-hmm. got, uh, Cobra Kai Dojo. We got Eli and we got Tori and yeah. I, and I put an asterisk around Tori because we're going to talk about that. Um, Johnny finds his son or does his son find him? We'll see. We'll get into that. Uh, Silver and Kree celebrate. Stingray joins the party. But didn't, didn't we just say that he was in the hospital? We did. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. It'll, be, it'll be interesting to see what happens there. That's and right. uh, Chosen is back. Don't, don't get me started. Oh man! All right. Well, let's start. Let, this one's you know this this is the end all right here, season four. So you know it let, came so quick. It did. It absolutely. came so quick. <laughs> Ten episodes is short. It's a short run. It's a short run. Again, that, I think that's the hard part, right? Because they're only like thirty minutes. Exactly. They had yeah. People, they had, and that's again my and problem. And they feel so much in that thirty minutes. Exactly. And it didn't it doesn't feel the storyline is is there's just too much going on. Right. It can go in a billion different directions. And again, you never got any closure on anything. There's so many open endings. Yeah. 
to every. I mean, any everything that they brought that's in, there's, what, there's question mark. That's what I was telling you, bro. They're gonna. They're, we're probably gonna be. A, another couple years later, and we'll be like season ten of Cobra Kai. Well, let's get into this. <laughs> I don't want it to turn into me The either. Walking me, Dead. Me either. That's why. Well, let's talk about but. it at the end. Let's let's go through this episode, and then because I want to have that discussion with you. Because right. I am I am one hundred percent with you on that. And I've got a lot to say about right this. Right on. Okay, so guys, right off the bat, uh, right when season, uh, right when episode ten starts, um, we got Sing Ray in the hospital. What were your What were you guys' thoughts? Good. Good. My gosh! Uh oh. Is Terry Silver and Crease uh, dividing right here on the Funkaholics podcast right in front of us? That guy's such a a weirdo, man. Like, he creeped me out. Stingray just creeped me out. He's like, you want to hang around with kids? Trying to hang around with kids. Get out of here, man. So does Johnny. So uh, does Daniel. But but he's not trying to, like, he's not trying to be at the party. Terry? No, no, no. That's what this show's about. <laughs> no, no, no. Just, uh, you just struck a chord with that. That's fine, there, bro. We, we, we can go some rounds on that one, but man, fuck that guy. <laughs> Wait, what does Captain America say? I could do this all day. I could do this all day. Stingray <laughs> needs to take his ass to get a job, is what he needs to do. Just get out of his sister's house and get a job. and hang around with them kids. Oh, man. I love that. That's great. <laughs> Oh man, one point for Miyagi. Bro. I don't think Chris and Terry or Johnny have jobs either. <laughs> that, that is their job. That is their job. They're teaching. That is their job. So D- Daniel's got a whole car lot. Chris is, is bringing back Cobra Kai. Daniel, Come Daniel on, has a car lot that he doesn't even go to work to anymore. Hey, that's a, that, that's the definition of wealth when that's you're a, making money doing nothing. That's a luxury when you're the that's boss. That's a luxury man. when you're the boss. You ain't got it. Him and Amanda are like the only ones that have jobs. Oh, and Tori. And Tori. Yeah. Tori's See, the how does Tori got a job and, and this fool ain't got a job? Stingray ain't got a job. Tori's got a job. Come on now. Tori, Tori has like three jobs. Tori's got her own apartment. This guy's living with his sister. Let's, oh, let's be man. real. Tori's like uh, Heymon from In Living Color. <laughs> what do you mean you got no job? I got a job, you lazy lima bean. <laughs> oh, oh, man. <laughs> Oh, oh, that's good. I love that. Woo! There anyway, yes, Stingray's in the hospital. Freaking Terry Silver beat the shit out of him. Breaks yeah, off did. of him. And the interesting oh, thing man. is, he's a John Doe. He is a John Doe. Wow. How? Because he had an anchor bracelet. I don't know. <laughs> he's a John Doe because right? he ain't got no insurance. That's why. <laughs> Ain't got no job, ain't got no insurance, ain't got nothing, ain't got Medicaid. Who needs a wallet when you ain't got a job, That's right? right. You, ain't got a, you don't need a license when you ain't got a job. Oh, man, that's too funny. Guys, what did you think about my boy, Dimitri? I'm so happy for him. Right? Talking about a huge change. I really change. am. Yeah, yeah. Kind of like we were talking about earlier. I mean, he's grown so much just all the way around. And he has, he's matured. Which is amazing, and and he it was for the best. I think he's I'm got, so happy for him. He's got style too, man. He does. You guys saw yeah, his, you, got, you guys saw his suit yeah, at prom, he's, right? He's he's got his style and profile. He knows man. retro. He knows what's up. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> the, the, and he looks good in it. Right, <laughs> the, the endearing quality, and I think why Dimitri resonates with all of us, and we all feel the same way about this guy, is that he never changed, other than gaining confidence from the martial arts. He's, he never changes a person. 
And yeah, it's attracted. That's true. It's been nothing but successful for him, right? His girlfriend, he attracted like the popular, he beautiful, got, hot girl that's right. all over him, and he didn't have to pretend to be somebody he isn't. That's the big thing, and he's 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 again he's matured and he's grown, but he hasn't changed who he was in the process. He's right, still, he still has his core. Of what, he's of still a binary he's brother, still, still man. Binary brother. He's never given <laughs> up on the binary bros. <laughs> oh man, I loved it, dude. And then just the comments where he would come back and he's just like, "Robbie's really good." <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. But, hey, he put up a fight. He got you know he lost, but yeah, he put up a damn good fight with him. Yeah, um, yeah, he did. I loved that. You know, and that, and that was great. So he he stood his ground because I mean, the Dimitri that we first met. I mean, Robbie would have blown him out of the water. I mean, fucking Dimitri probably would have ran out of the fucking, out of the square. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. And been like, I'm not doing this shit. You're fucking stupid. Like, I'm out of here. Right. <laughs> I got Dungeons and, and Dragons to go play. Yeah. And he was mature enough to appreciate Robbie's style. Yeah. So that, again, that was a huge, huge growth for him. Yeah. With Dimitri, there's no ego involved. Yeah. He has zero ego. He has zero <laughs> yes. thinking he's better than anybody. He's just. Dimitri. Yeah. I love that yeah. about that kid. Yep. Love it. Me too. All right, guys. So we get the news about Miguel. So he is not paralyzed or anything like that. He's not going to the hospital. But the conversation that he has with Johnny, Miguel finally puts the pieces together, and it's not what we had hoped for. No. If Johnny hadn't said, I love you, Robbie. Miguel would have gotten in their fight. I think he'd still be fighting. Be yeah, you're right. He would have fought. He's like, I don't have nothing to fight for. Right. So, I'm going to, you know, obviously it's going to set it up for where he goes. Right. There's a reason behind, there's a reason by it. Exactly. So I'll just leave it at that until we get there. What do you think, Angela? Well, I think what you had said earlier really resonated with this episode about Miguel seeing everything with his eyes wide open. And I think, you know, going back to that conversation that him and Johnny had really opened his eyes. Everything that's been going on has really opened his eyes. Even the conversation that he heard Samantha tell Robbie about, you know, Robbie hurting her feelings that, you know, her, her, her. You broke my heart too. I think it's something like that. It was beyond so. Yeah, and Miguel heard that and saw it in her face. And again, it's just, it was one thing on top of another that he really got to see with his eyes wide open. And so um, it, it's tough for Miguel all, all the way around. I think the only thing stable that he has is, is Yaya with her munchies and, <laughs> and 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 Carmen? That's the only stable thing he has, right? But he but he's a boy. He's a man, and he needs he needs more. There's a void. Yes, yes. There's uh the the search button on Green in Miguel's mind is very bright right now. He's yeah, yeah he's a. Uh, He's ready to find answers for himself, so we'll get yeah. we'll get into that. Um, Lapuso and Kenny, I'm not gonna go Lapuso. too much. I'm not gonna go too much into that. I but love that name. We already know. <laughs> <laughs> of course, you do. We uh, <laughs> we uh, we're gonna be 
we know that's coming in season five, so we're not going to beat that dead horse anymore. But yeah. I, just, I just want to like how many generations of beefs do we need to have? Honestly, exactly. Like how right? many Miyagi Do Cobra Kai beefs do you need? Yeah. <laughs> well, okay. You'll hear my theory on that. We'll we'll jump into that. Okay. Um, but I'm just saying. Yeah. No, I trust me, bro. I get it. I'm the, I'm on the same I'm on the same wavelength as you right now. Um, guys, we got our we got our new champions. Um, yes. Cobra Kai, Cobra Kai wins the the group or the the overall. The overall, the overall yeah. Um, Eli Moskowitz is our new all all Valley State whatever tournament champion. Who saw yeah. that coming? Uh, hey man, this hawk ain't got no feathers, but he can fly. That's Yay. all I got to say. He was doing it. I yeah. was so. Let me ask you guys. When season four started and we knew the season was coming, we knew Miguel was the defending champion, right? Yes. How many of you thought that Robbie was going to win it this year? I did. I, I thought, d- too. I thought so, too. I, I honestly too. did, too. But when you when when you look at all of Miyagi-Do and you look at all of Eagle Fang, the only other person that was as skilled left was Hawk. Was, yeah, was, yeah. That's true. So I, I mean, I think they set that up very well, um, and I think it was it was a very good, you know, fight. Let Absolutely, me, I, mean, ask, I was actually happy to see that. Let me ask you it guys this: Were you okay with Eli winning the tournament? Yes. Okay, I was. <laughs> cool. Because again, it was different. It was different. They didn't. It, they didn't rewrite the story. They didn't want to, you know, make it, you know, this cookie cutter story again. Right. So I like that they went different. I like that they went for, I guess, what you could say was the underdog. Very true. Yeah, well, I like we, that. We we see Eli grow up in this season. Well, not necessarily grow up, but we see him go through some things in this season. You know what I mean? Like he was the mm-hmm. he was basically like the black sheep. Nobody wanted yeah. him, but yet Dimitri did, and Dimitri pulled him in, and you know, like kind of brought him back to life. You know what I mean? Yeah, the kid was and down Moon. and out. Yeah, yeah, Dimitri and Moon. Moon. Yeah, that's yeah. true. Mm-hmm. I love yeah. how he told. Uh, <laughs> I love how he told Daniel. He's like, I, I, I know who I am now. And Daniel's like, Okay, well, you know, what are you gonna do with that? And it's like, I'm gonna win the whole fucking thing. Woo, boy! <laughs> calling, calling his shots. I man. might need a, I one. might need a kiss from Moon too. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> if that's what she can do for me, <laughs> I know. Motivation, hey man. <laughs> Man will do a lot with the proper motivation. <laughs> right? <laughs> oh, guys. And then we got Tori. Poor Tori. And we figure out we figure out why towards the end. And you know what? We'll go ahead and jump into that. So Tori explained to Robbie earlier in the season that all she ever wanted was to be recognized. We got all these <coughs> excuse me. We got all these snotty rich kids and everything you know living it up they got all the attention and and we got tori you cheer for tori okay tori's another underdog she's another one that you know we want to see just have a better life yeah well she gets the opportunity and they fucking take it away from her you Mm -hmm. see this girl get to be excited for a moment i mean even between the fight and Angela, how you were talking about the discussion between Miss LaRusso and Tori before the fight happens between her and Sam, right? Mm-hmm. We're finally excited for Tori, but 
Cobra Kai just basically shit all over her win because right. we find out old Mr. Silver was starting to get nervous as the tournament progressed and he decided, you know what? I'm going to win this the way that I know how. And that's being yeah. a fucking sleazeball scumbag. Right. right. It's you know bought I mean? paid for. Right. He's he's putting in he's putting money in the pocket anyway, of the referee that was making all the missed calls. Never leave anything to chance. That's what they do. I want to say that was probably the very first time that I have ever called Amanda Amanda a lapuso. <laughs> was it Amanda's fault though? Yes. How was it her fault? She had no reason to go and mess with Tori's head. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God, Angela. (laughs) Absolutely no reason. Why were you in there? For one one thing, why are they all talking to each other? Why is it that all of a sudden they can all, like, go to each other and, like, talk shit to each other? (laughs) Aren't you all supposed to be separated? (laughs) Why are these people going into the locker rooms? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> so, so Lapuso, Mrs. Lapuso, at the moment. <laughs> I mean, come on! Why would you go and tell her that? Like she owes you something, you know? And then she does. I she mean, got, she got a uh, Tori in rehab. Yep. Yeah. Well, uh, you know. Uh, 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 uh. Let me tell you something. <laughs> if you thought your daughter could have defended herself, you wouldn't have to ask the opponent. To be soft on her. No, I don't. Th- I don't think. I won't. I'll disagree with that. I don't think she was asking her to be <laughs> soft on her. I think James joining Miyagi Do. No, 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 no. I'm not. I'm not joining Miyagi Do. But I'm just saying that what she did is based on the relationship that she was building with Tori. She just asked her, "Don't hurt her." In the fact of being malicious, right? Just yeah. Like when, fight by the rules. Fight by I don't win, know what win they by are, the rules, but, right? Yeah. Win, win with integrity. Don't do cheap shots. Like yeah. You know, when and Amanda's when, end goal was, I just want this shit between you and my daughter to finally be done. Exactly. And let's get it out. But if in the that ring. was, but if that was true, she would be taking care of Samantha instead of Tori. I don't know. Because no. you need to discipline your daughter first to tell her, <laughs> back the fuck up, bitch, because Tori's going to kick your ass and I can only help you so much <laughs> I, but if you keep being a little bitch you're gonna get your ass kicked <laughs> i i think but i mean amanda already broke that 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 connection that she had with sam when sam saw tori at the house you know what i mean so i don't think there's anything that amanda could have told sam that would have changed anything because Sam already had it in her head like and let's think about let's be honest sam was already telling the story in this season that she's tired of being told what to do. She wants to be her own person. Yeah. Uh, I mean, they. it's just a, it's a, it's a hard spot to be in, but again, I just don't think um, I'm going to go for what I said. I think she was just telling her, look, you know, do what you got to do, but don't, don't be dropping, you know, elbows to the knees, like what happened yeah. to Daniel, right? Or the elbow to the face. Or the elbow like to saw. the face, right? Don't, you know, that's that's basically what it is because she didn't want to see her get hurt. She can lose or get beat up or whatever. That's fine, but right. you know there's there's a difference. And I actually like I I I think it was I think Tori had a respect for uh, Amanda coming in there and being able to tell her that because I I mean let's be honest Amanda was sarcastic to Tori. You know what I mean? Like in a lot of in a lot of scenes or in interactions that we that they had together because 
when Tori showed up to the house and rang the doorbell, she's like, oh, you're ringing doorbells now? I figure you just kicked the door down. A lot, a lot of passive-aggressive comments. Yeah, exactly. You know what I mean? But then Amanda still, you know, puts her arms around Tori and you know what I mean? So it's a... Uh, I, I think I still think it was pretty shady because if you stop and think how important this was to Tori for her to win and for Amanda to go in there knowing that she's going to challenge Samantha, I think that to Tori it was like, <laughs> okay, you gave me all these chances. You've done all this for me. Now did you do it so I would back off? Uh, and like and let I your daughter reaching. win. Yeah, you need to watch that episode again, Angela. I put aside I was actually I was very disappointed. She's got the LaRusso I was very blinders disappointed. on. <laughs> I was very disappointed in Amanda for that. You've been but uh, you've been disappointing her all all season, so that's not, not Amanda. No, Amanda was Amanda. her angel. She was. No, she was her Amanda, angel, Amanda was my baby. Yeah, it was. That's past tense. This season, you, you've, you've, you've had very few, far between kind words to say about Mrs. Russo. <laughs> Um, and I'm usually like I, I'm usually with you like 100 on most things, Angela. But this I, man, you're reaching. Oh, you're, man, you're, got, you're getting the top shelf. That's we got, how far you're we got Terry, Terry Silver, and John Creese right in front of us <laughs> right now. It's a reach. I think she was just saying, I'm "Hey, just man, saying. go out there and do what you got to do, but do it, do it, oh, uh, do man. it the right way." I'm just, I'm just saying, I'm just saying. Even Louis' sister saw it. I'm right? just saying. <laughs> Oh, man. <laughs> well, maybe Amanda's learning from this because she's not hugging her kid like she normally does. And she's doing that with, you know, Tori, her new daughter, Tori. her adopted daughter. Exactly. So it's like working. the way Daniel's doing it with Robbie. She's doing it with Tori. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and let's do it with other people's kids instead of our own. <laughs> it works better that way. We already fucked up those kids. Let's try and yeah, fix these exactly. other ones. <laughs> oh, my God. All right. Let's go into a little bit of we're getting close to that time. So let's go into to a little bit of a of a speed here so guys <coughs> excuse me we know we know a story's going to develop now in season 5 with Johnny and Robbie are you guys excited for it uh no it's, no it's, <laughs> i think it's a story that could possibly develop well when it comes to um building up something against crease and, and Terry silver, um, kind of like a payback in a sense, mind you, I, I am a Johnny fan. So, I mean, of course I want to see him happy. Yeah. But you don't I like mean, Robbie. That's his son. <laughs> yeah. And, and Robbie's a tough pill, man. But you know, again, him too, he did mature quite a bit this season. Right. So, um, yeah, that's, that's tough. That's tough. It'll be it'll be interesting. I'll give my thoughts in a little bit. Um, yeah, Silver and Crease celebrating, and Stingray Stingray joins the party. Guys, what? How did you guys feel about that whole freaking thing? Talking about uh, talking about a plot twist, scumbag, bro, fucking scumbag, <laughs> right? No loyalty, just a total full character flaws. This individual yeah. is this Stingray, whatever the hell he's called. <laughs> uh, he's just like I don't like it, man. He's just a bad character. Like his whole, you know. Just a punk. Yeah. Just a punk. That's that's how I say it. Certified. Just a straight up punk. Oh my god. Angela, what did you think about that whole scene? Yeah, it was um it was it was tough. It was a tough one because it was disappointing. It was disappointing. That's, right. 
Yeah. It was disappointing. <laughs> I, don't, I don't want to give too much. I don't want to give too much. Right. Yeah, it's disappointing. I got you. All right, guys. So we just talked about Chosen returning. What did you guys think when the whole time I thought Daniel was talking to Mr. Miyagi, but little did I know, you know, when it when the when the camera phases out and they bring in more of the picture, we got Mr. Chosen right there. Right. I was just like, I, I mean, how many dead people can they bring back? You know what I mean? <laughs> Not that he died, re, like died, but like, right. How much past do we have to continue to drudge up to for content? Yeah. Like, so now Johnny's out of it. Now he's going to partner up with Chosen to take on, you know, while he's thinking, well, Cobra Kai, right? He don't know yeah. the whole thing happened with Crease and all that stuff. So, yeah, little does. So that's, so that's what I want to get into, guys. So. <laughs> Ah, quiet. Class is in session now. All right, Mr. Lawrence is speaking up here. So, guys, let's talk about season five hopes and predictions. Okay, so Chosen is back. Somewhere in the scene where Anthony was fucking digging around, he found a scroll. Mm -hmm. Daniel told him that's a move that I pray nobody learns or uses. Okay, so the reason I said those two things together is because I think Mr. Chosen is the one that knows that and is the one that I, I think Daniel knows it, too. But here's my thing, guys. In season five, obviously, we're going to get a story. Who do you think is going to be the person that does that move? Johnny. Johnny. Wow. Interesting. Okay. Johnny's going to take that technique because I don't think Daniel has it. Well, I shouldn't say Daniel doesn't have it in him because if you go back and look at when Johnny and Daniel were sparring, he hit him with the, one of those moves in his on, in his armpit. Yeah, he so used it on Chris too. He, so he, you can tell he's he's capable of doing it. He doesn't, but he doesn't. He still pulls his punch. He doesn't right. do the whole the whole. He thing. doesn't follow through all the way. Hit him with that, uh, you know, that combo. Right. Angela, what do you think? <clears throat> Predictions. Okay, so I'm thinking it's going to be Anthony. I'm thinking it's going to be Anthony. Ugh. He found the squirrel. He, he's going to be Steve the Ray. next. <laughs> <laughs> he's going to be the next uh, little Daniel Jr. that uh, they're going to go ahead and try to to school because um, I think him and Chosen are going to try to take Anthony under their wing. Now everything that's going on uh, with Cobra Kai, um, and and he's gonna be he's gonna be the next part up because now next year what is it? Sam and Miguel and Robbie and Tori would be graduating and going to college. Yeah. So who else do they have? They have the younger kids, and I think Daniel is gonna have Anthony do it. I'm with you. I. I hate to say it, but I think that they are going to give Anthony that move. So what's going to yeah, happen is I Anthony, do. I hate to say it too. Yeah. Anthony's going to do it to Ken, to Kenny. Kenny's mm-hmm. going to be in the hospital. Anthony's going to serve time. Yeah. <laughs> so what I think, <laughs> bye, I, and I just, I just, I just wrote season five for you guys. <laughs> yeah, there's there's a recap. Um, I I think another prediction. I I definitely see Matt Barnes showing up with Terry uh, Silver. Now that no, uh, not yet. <laughs> not yet. You said season five. 
Hey man, we had Carrie Underwood in this season. Anything's possible, <laughs> right? I'm just saying. I think I think they're going to bring him now with everything that's going on with Priest. I think that Terry, Terry needs a sidekick. So I think that's part of the buildup, okay? Because we did hear Terry tell Priest when he was getting arrested, "Don't worry, I'm going to call some of the boys from Cobra Kai, and we're going to be fine." So it'd probably be who Mike Barnes and those cronies. Who of a bigger oh. threat for Daniel than Mike Barnes? The original right? fucking bad boy. The bad boy of karate. Right? I mean, that's... Yeah. I mean, if we're going to take the level of Chosen... Yeah. Then Terry needs Mike, Mike Barnes. He does. He's got to have something. Yep. Who the fuck else is it going to be? It's maybe going to bring... What the hell? What's her name? <laughs> oh, the... Hillary fuck, Swank. Hillary <laughs> Swank. Hillary <laughs> Swank. Is Hillary Swank is... is fuck uh, Hillary Swank. Miyagi <laughs> Jojo. Oh, Miyagi. But, but who knows? <laughs> At this point, like I said, right? who knows? It's got to be Mike. It's gotta it has be. to be. It's got to be Mike Barnes. But re- remember, ter- in Terry gave Mike fifty percent of yeah, Cobra of the Kai. Mm. As long as he did everything he could to destroy Daniel, right? So, but I he think, didn't end up destroying him though. Well, he didn't. But I mean, the offer was there. So, what if Terry's like, "Hey, I got this whole franchise, and we got more." Like fifty percent of nothing is still nothing, bro. Yeah, but I mean, still though. I mean, Cobra Kai is going to be the biggest thing in season five because they got the win. Yeah. My what, question what is... What better way to entice somebody and bring them back than money? And we know Terry has that. That's true. Yeah. My question is... We don't know what the, Mike's story is after this either. He could have been like the, Johnny, down and out. I mean, you have to. I mean, it's the it's the next common sense thing. So, yeah. I mean, it's, you know, it falls right in line. So It's repetitive, it, it but I mean, repetitive. it's... So there's a ninety nine point nine 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 percent chance of that happening <laughs> right? in season five. My my question is if though if the deal was that Eagle Fang and Miyagi Do couldn't have a dojo anymore now that Cobra Kai won, how are they gonna bring back Miyagi Do? I don't think they're, they're not gonna, gonna, they're bring, not back gonna bring back Miyagi, Miyagi Do. They're gonna use um the chosen Chosen's, ones, chosen Sato, ones, karate. Sato karate. Yeah, Sato karate. Sato there karate you go. From the second one, I know my shit, man. <laughs> so that's that's why I think he brought chosen. But you know, Daniel said, "Fuck this." We're, you know, basically, you know, fuck Cobra Kai. We're gonna do we're gonna do our thing. But it's Daniel's not, changing. It's not gonna be. He, know, I think he's gonna go dark. He might. He might go dark, but it, it's not gonna be Miyagi. Though I tell you that much. Yeah. Ooh, Angela got quiet. <laughs> Interesting. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Okay, guys. So we talked about that. Now let's get into the bigger thing is what do we think the story is going to go? Because we know Miguel takes off. Miguel's going yeah. on a trip and he is in, in, in search of answers. And think yep. about it, guys. This season basically told us this was going to happen. Yeah. There was all those little little clues out there. We heard it from Grandma Yaya. Um we've yeah, heard it from all Car- the signs. Yeah, we've heard it from Carmen. And then what better way to seal the deal than to send this kid off on a journey than the person that you put all your trust in and everything to turn around and like literally slap you in the face and say, like, you know, I love you, but I love my I love my real son. You know what I mean? So we knew we knew Miguel was going to go on this. I mean, it's again logically it makes sense, right? Um, yeah, it's um, is difficult to say the least. 
there's a lot of unknowns. So I guess we just have to use the you know you know deductive reasoning. What and that's really all there is. You know, big plot twist. Uh, Miguel gets down to to Mexico, and Mike Barnes is his dad. <laughs> that's how they're gonna bring him in. Oh my god! I'm gonna, I'm gonna call that for uh, season five, and if it happens, it happens. That would be fucking. Uh, that would be <laughs> how they would be able to piece that together. I have no fucking idea, but that's hilarious. <laughs> I love that. Just that out there. <laughs> oh man, Angela, what do you what do you think about this whole? What are you hoping that Miguel finds out of this journey? I, I'm wondering who. <sighs> Well, who his dad is going right? to be? Yeah. And I, I mean, because unfortunately, he's cartel, like, bro. Carm- that's, that's what I told because, him. <laughs> yeah. Because un- unfortunately, like Carmen said, the dad has no idea. Right. Because he was a and bad man. And that alone is going to be ha- even harder for Miguel. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Well, like, I, how is that going to change his mentality toward Carmen? I think that's going to put a big strain on it, right? Yeah. Because like, if he does find his dad, his dad's like, look, I didn't know nothing about you. And then he confronts his mom. And, you know, there's probably, there's got to be a good reason why. Right. So yeah. So that thing, I mean, and now that we're getting to that, like, what we talked about, I don't want this show to stretch out. Like, it has so much promise and it's been such an entertaining and good quality program that you see when people bloat and fluff a show to keep to keep it, it going keep it as a, as a revenue, uh, you know, keep generating revenue. Fucks it all up, just like you said. A great example, Walking Dead should have ended years five ago, seasons early. Yeah, <laughs> honestly, right? But they kept it going on. I know, Flo, you probably listen to this. My bad, I don't care. <laughs> sorry, not sorry. You know, you, you can hash brown. Hash brown. Sorry, not sorry. Hash brown. Sorry, not sorry. <laughs> so I, uh, I just don't want them to to again. There's so many roots off of this main story right now yeah i don't know i just i just don't want it to uh, i just i'm afraid that they just they're more, less interested in the storytelling and, and more interested in staying relevant and making money and producing the show right i think it, <clears throat> it's going to be rushed we know that because i mean they're 30 minute episodes and you know they have to put a lot of content into these one episodes but they're phasing out so we heard it in in this season. I can't remember who it was, but they were like, you know, you're seven. Well, we heard it from Johnny. It was um, when he was telling Miguel, you know, this is your last opportunity to win the to win the title, you know, to all, or all to, Valley under eighteen. Yeah, so they got to fight as adults now. Exactly. You know, all these kids are you know seventeen right now. They're going to be turning eighteen. So that's why I say. We got Anthony and Kenny and all these other fuckers uh-huh. coming up, you know what I mean, so that they can keep it alive. But I'm interested to see where they take Miguel's path. Like, Miguel's going on a journey. I think he's done with karate and shit like that. He's trying to find out his life, you know what I mean? I think he's done with Sam. It'll be interesting to see if he reconnects with Tori because obviously we know something is still there. Johnny and Robbie are now fixing a relationship. And I have the feeling that Johnny and Robbie are going to go on this journey in search of Miguel. So it's going to be it's going to be interesting what happens. It's going to there's going to be a lot of uh, I'm excited to hear where this goes. I'll be honest about that. You're right. I I hope they don't fuck it up, though. You know, I wonder how much Miguel will be in season five if they 
you know, that's a good point if too. They leave him out of the season or minimal. They just talk about him or make references to him or have little cameos of what he's doing. That's and then, right. And then build the relationship where Johnny and Robbie reconnect and become father and son again. Miguel signed on with Marvel. He's going to be a character in. Maybe he'll be Miles. Mor- no, he can't be Miles Morales. No, he's not. Miguel's coming up in a move in a big movie, so that that's interesting that you read that, that brought that up because I did see something about that. So he may not, you know. Again, they made this may have been written in to again give him time to pursue other projects. Season five's already done. It's just a matter of when they release it. So we don't know. Yeah, I I think it's going to be hard to be able to have an episode without the main characters if they don't phase them out. A little at a time. Right. Yeah, and I think that's why they put so much emphasis on these other storylines to fill in for gaps. Yeah. Other, you know. And that sucks, man. I I get exactly what you're saying on that. If they... Yeah, I I forgot who Miguel's gonna play, but he's playing some fucking Marvel or a Marvel character or DC character. It's he's Blue Beetle, isn't it? There you go. Thank you, Angela Blue Beetle. There you go. Yeah. So so I I I think you're right when he when they they're gonna show little glimpse of him um, throughout the season of season five. I think that they're gonna probably give us a little bit from the beginning, so that way we'll know. Hey, he's good. He's in a good space. Um, so that way we're focused on what's going on, you know, back, back in, in California, knowing that Miguel's character is in a good spot until either he can come back or, Season or if six. we can, yeah, yeah, exactly. Right. Or if, or he comes back knowing that he's done. And he's, you know, if he stays with his dad. They, I mean, I don't think they, that would, they got to give us something rich, though. Because Miguel's uh-huh. character deserves that. You know what I mean? I agree. They have to give you, they have to give, I mean, it doesn't have to be a lot, but it has to do enough to keep him relevant. Right. And right. to be able to explain the story. Yeah. I think they'll be. We got to get the answer. Either every episode or every other episode, and then maybe the season five will end where, you know, where he comes back or he gets the answer. Right. Yeah, because I mean, even though even though Daniel and Johnny have been the main characters in the story, Miguel was the main character. Yeah. in the story. Oh, Miguel's Daniel Larusso. Yeah. Think about it. Yeah, I mean, it is. <laughs> yeah. Um, I think like we talked about fillers, right? Well, what better uh-huh. way to put in a filler than show the show a relationship growing between. Johnny and Robbie now. Yeah, uh-huh. I mean, I think that's, you know what that's, I mean? that's the next yeah, that's uh-huh. the next evolution of the relationship. That's the next one to be explored. Right. So, one last thing, guys. What do you think is going to happen between Silver and Crease? Well, we already know what happened, right? So, he had, um, you know... He had Crease arrested. Yeah, Crease arrested. You know, he has, uh, has Angela's boy, uh, Stingray, or whatever the hell his name is. <laughs> Working with him. Uh, lie... Lie on, lie on my boy Crease to put him, uh, you know, put him behind bars and and really just it's a hostile takeover, right? So do you think Crease gets phased out, or do you think the do you think something comes up and then all of a sudden Terry's I, in deep shit? I think it's going to come out where Terry ends up in deep shit. I think that you know Crease is going to have to spend do a little time and do a little thing there, but I think 
maybe um, Angela might agree with me on this. But there might be some redeeming qualities about Stingray and realize that what he did is not right. Maybe he realizes what uh, Terry's doing is not the Cobra Kai way and it's not what he wants to be part of. Or Terry really has had no intentions of, of bringing him back into the Cobra Kai and teaching him again, so he gets right. burned. So um, all these scenarios I could see be very plausible and happening. So, um, yeah, man, it's, the sky's the limit here. I mean, they left it so open that yeah. uh, you can you can come up with any. What do you think about that? Angela, what do you yeah. got? Yeah, I agree with you, Jake. I think that he he does end up coming back and realizing what he did to Crease and and takes responsibility for for what he did. Um, I don't think that Crease will do time only because I think he might play the the vet card again, like he has in the past, um, like with Amanda, for example. I think um, I think that he might he might be able to play that enough where he doesn't have to do any time at all. Um, but I think that Terry, um, if we do go down the road with Mike Barnes coming back, I think that Terry might be a step ahead just in case. Cause I, I, I agree with you. I don't think that his intentions are at all to bring Stingray back. He's disgusted by him. So he doesn't want somebody like that in his to represent his dojo. So I think that he's gonna just use him, and 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 Stingray's gonna realize that. Yeah, I think he's gonna keep him close. You know what I mean? Because you don't want you don't want Stingray to 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 spill the beans on that. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Um, so it'll be interesting to see where that story goes. Um, I'm. It's got to be Mike Barnes that comes in. I mean, I don't know what other character they can throw at us, but There's, there isn't any. Real quick, before we wrap it up, um, because we're hitting that two-hour limit, um, what do you guys hope for Tori? That poor girl. (laughs) I I hope everything – I mean, I think she deserves better. I think that – oh, she comes into her own and she just – she gets it sorted out and realizes – that it's okay to be vulnerable and not everybody else is not everybody's out there to, to get one over on you that there are good people. And maybe, uh, the hand extended by, uh, you know, Amanda makes that change for her. And she realizes it, right. That she's, she's, she's there. There's help out for her. And, you know, and that's really, that's what I hope for her. Right on. Angela, what are you hoping for, for Tori? Yeah. Yeah. I, I definitely want a happy ending for her. <laughs> Um, I think it's a little tough because, um, obviously, as we talked about, she has to work multiple jobs and she's got her aunt, you know, seeking out, you know, the mom's benefits, her sister's benefits. So um, I think that's going to be tough for her. And I think that that's when Amanda's going to come to the rescue. Um, she's going to need help at the dealership. Um, Samantha hasn't been seen working there. So I think that's kind of like a good way to help her out without testing the waters with Samantha. Um, because I think she kind of feels that she can do that, you know, for, for Tori. And I think she wants to. Yeah. So I think, I think that that would be something that might help her out quite a bit. And I think she sees the potential in Tori. It's a good call. out. I think that's, that's plausible, especially if the kids are going to college, right? Yeah. Sam's supposed to go to college. Sam's supposed to go to college. So yeah, uh, we haven't heard anything about that for Tori. I like that. That's a, good, that's a good call out. Yeah, I'll, I'll I jump. Like on, that. I'll jump on that bandwagon. 
Uh, for me, for Miss Tori, um, I hope she gets things figured out. And I hope things turn around for her. But what a way to write the story. I have a bad feeling, though, that it's going to get worse for her. Because I think we talk about straws breaking the camel's back. Well, I think that one, that's a huge one for Miss Tori. Yeah. Um, Do you think her mom, her mom passes or she loses her mom in season five? I, it's possible. Um, I think something's going to go down with Miss Tori when they go to this party at, um, at, uh, fucking what's his names. Why, why can't I think of his name right now? Kyle. Mm-hmm. Kyle? Yeah. And yeah, Kyle. her, Kyle, Kyler. yeah. And, Kyler. and her yeah. winning, her winning without winning and yeah. knowing. Yeah. I think that's going to make that it a really, turn for the worst for her. Yeah. Yeah. I think so too. And I think, and I think that's why even more of a reason why. I think when if Amanda does step in for her, it'll be perfect timing. I think something bad's going to happen to where either Tori goes on the run or she's back in jail. See, and I don't think that she's willing to take that as a chance because of her brother. She loves her brother so much, and she knows the situation that they're. <laughs> she's blinded know, right man. now, she's, though. Yeah, I mean, she's. Hell, you know what they say. Hell, hell half no for fury like a woman scorn. Yeah. She's and you know she fucked up an entire high school, broke into the Larusso's house. So I really, I don't know and, if her her rage blinds her. So I don't think she's thinking about her brother. And the way those times. and the way she told Robbie that all she wants is just to be recognized. And you know what yeah. I mean. Yeah. She finally mm-hmm. got her fucking moment, and they pulled it right out from under. They took her. it. And they took in it. Moments. Yeah. That girl had no opportunity to fucking have any type of feeling. Mm-hmm. So yeah, yeah. I don't know. So it'll be interesting. But oh, oh man, time gets away from you very fast when you talk about what you love, guys. Right. And we love us some Cobra Kai. We certainly do. This uh, this season was definitely an interesting one for us. Like I said, you know, we got a lot of opinions. We got a lot of uh, going back and forth over here. You know, we got a divide <laughs> in Cobra Kai all of a sudden. So we'll see how that maps out for you in season five. <laughs> When we come back on the Funkaholics podcast. But, guys, season five of Cobra Kai is already done. It's just a matter of when they're going to release it. So we'll get it sometime this year in 2022. It'll probably be in fall. I'll probably yeah. see it October. Hopefully. November, maybe December of 2022. Yeah, I'm hoping. I'm keeping my fingers crossed for August, September. But, you know, we'll see what happens. Yeah. Um, guys, that is all that we got for you. Thank you for coming along with us on this two-hour journey. Um, you might want to break this up into another, you know, uh, part one, part two for you. But um, there's a lot of great information going on here, a lot of great opinions. That's why I always bring these two back. I've got Jake and Angela with us tonight. Um, who better to leave a quote then than Mr. Lawrence, guys? <laughs> Safety first. Wear a condom. That's right. It's that simple. <laughs> or don't. Or don't. Or don't. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, Always a pleasure. Thank you so much. Always have a great time. Thank Pearls you for bringing me back. Absolutely. <laughs> Thank, Thank you very you much for having me. Appreciate it. Well, that's all we got for you guys. I'm your host, Nando T. I've got these two greats over here, and we will bring them back soon, I promise. We're going to be doing some other things, too, so we'll get those coming out. Uh, episode 100, be looking out for that. That's going to be an absolute great one. That is the Funkaholics podcast, F-U-N-K-A-H-O-L-I. K-S, not the C, guys. We made them go away. So, yeah, that's all we got for you. Till next time.